All right. How's everyone doing? How's the snow treating everybody tonight? Where's the stupid button? Gross. Where's this dumb fucking button? Outlandish. That's what the snow's like. Where's the stupid thing? You're the stupid thing. No, the fucking there it is. Ligamables. Yep, that's it. (laughs) How you guys holding up in this storm? I'm inside, so it's not bothering me right now. Yeah, All right. I haven't checked haven't checked outside in a while, but it was pretty <laughs> we got at least two feet at least. Oh man, my dad organized all my figures. What did he do? Oh, right. What did he do? Um, in a good or bad way? Bad. Uh oh. Oh boy, reading texts on the air. This is great. Who's reading texts? No, text? no, no. I'm actually looking at it because you it, can't it, fucking see him, Tony. I can see his crotch. That's nice, right? There's nice. Kevin. Yeah, nice. Kev, stand up again. Nice crotch. Show us the nice. crotch. Wow. Glad, crotch. I'm glad I'm not the only one in my pajamas. <laughs> I had jeans all ironed out, and I was like, you know what? Not tonight. Tonight no, is why? Zubas. Right? I went out, I fucking show so my landscaper, it's like hit or miss. Last time it snowed in December he showed up at like nine o'clock. But then we had work the next day, so he wasn't like I still had the fucking shovel in the morning. So me and Ree went outside and I said, I'm gonna throw my heart rate monitor on, uh, instead of doing some yoga today and get like a real go out and shovel snow. Yep. Uh couldn't get out the sun porch, because uh, there was so much snow. Had to go out the front door. Thought I was cool and young and jumped from the top step to the bottom. <laughs> yep. That didn't really go so well. Went fucking. Tell me you pile drove around. <laughs> right. F- right. Didn't realize how deep the snow was. Then uh, rewanted the snowblower because we do have a snowblower, but it's broke. And I was like, I'll get the snowblower. And uh, I t- tried to walk down the, un- the unshoveled steps. And I definitely fucking fell in the snow. And I was like, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> that's that's scary, man. Uh, yeah. So we whatever. had there was one time in college where it was a blizzard in Baltimore. Like literally like we were off school for like 10 days and we decided that we were going to jump off one of the floors in the parking deck onto a giant mound of snow. Little did we know that this was like plowed snow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this was like the, the drop wasn't that far, but the the snow was so like ice rock solid that the one guy who did it, great basketball player, hell of a hell of an athlete. He was the first one to do it. He did it. He was laid up for a week. But before before uh, before we do that, he jumped and he couldn't move. And we were all just like, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. It took one guy. Oh, look at that. Running from Nelly. Yeah, really? Fucking running from Nelly. Guy jumped off onto plowed snow, which might as well have been a rock. Might as well have been a boulder at that point. Yeah, so I shoveled snow for for like an hour and 20 minutes. And then I was like, I texted. (laughs) We. Yeah, you, dude, you've seen my fucking house. You see my driveway. We got like halfway down. We had like icicles in her hair. I was like, "Fuck this!" I texted my fucking landscaper. I'm like, "Are you guys coming around today?" He's like, "Yeah, we'll be there later and probably back tomorrow." So just before I sat down to set up, they were fucking doing the driveway and the walkways and stuff. So 
your like your like the way your house is set up, I can't imagine the front of that house being like landscaped with snow. Uh, my man had a snowblower out. It was he fucking driveways clear just like now. The stairs, just like the stairs alone. Stairs are a pain in the balls. Uh, there's so much more to talk about, not just uh, the nor'eastern that has hit the uh, the northeastern part of the United States. Tony, want to, Tony, you want to get that one? Nur. Nur. Um It's episode 518. We got the Royal Rumble to talk about, and it's a fucking hot topic. Uh, there's AEW. There's shitty MLW. Yes, shitty MLW. I said it because uh, uh, Tony. I I mean, we can get into it when we when we start the show. I got a lot of issues with the last couple weeks at MLW. I watch Ring of Honor TV. Beer City Bruisers joining us tonight at uh, 745. There's a cat butthole. Woo! And it's all next here on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, episode 518. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. This is Brawler Malonis of The Bouncers, and you're listening to The Shining Wizards. I love the big package. And he's got those smelly balls. The fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the shiny wizards. Episode 518, coming at you on the rant, rantiumradio.com, coming at you on the Facebook, Facebook Live, where it's always wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. Matt. KJG. Hey, What's take up, a sip. boys? How about to take a sip for the working man right here. Oh, shit. What do you got there, Jameson? What okay, is that? Mo? Fucking hey, dude. Good for you. Good for you. That's the only one, though. It's the only one for the night. Little little nipski to warm you up a little bit. It's cold, man. Matt, was that a Diamond Dallas Page Basham brawler? Yes, it is. Look at that. For those listening on audio, Matt has a pristine Lucy Diamond Dallas Page Basham brawler. That's what they were called, right? The wrestling buddies? For them, uh, Basham brawlers? Maybe. I think that's what they were called. And but Matt, that's not that's not a bad thing, Matt. That's a good thing. That motherfucker says that at about 11 minutes into uh, Fat Burner 2.0, and I want to fucking punch my TV screen in the face. Why? Wait, what, what event did you watch where he says that? It's not okay. an event. It's DDP Yoga. Oh. <laughs> he goes, right now, you might be uh, you might be sweating. You might be cursing at me. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. And then you hear like a bunch of fucking people chuckle and he goes, if you know, you know that. And this is real inside shit. If you're not doing DDPO guy, I apologize about the app when fucking you're doing energy 
and he makes that fucking like, oh, I'm a shill, and he's like talking about his water bottle. The fucking face that Arthur makes, I want to fucking reach into the TV screen and punch him in his dumb fucking paratrooper face. I swear to fucking God. Poor guy could Arthur. walk. And he, he, he survived, and he thrives now, and you're going to punch him in his face? Oh, it's a Matt. Who's Arthur? He's the guy from the fucking, like, the big, like, DDP yoga video. He was in, like, the leg braces, the arm braces. He couldn't walk. He's, like, DDP's, like, biggest, like, hit that video was what really, like, got DDP yoga into the mainstream. I thought DDP yoga was was already mainstream. Arthur is the, 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 the whole key to this magic? I think Arthur is a huge, that video is huge. I think it has, it probably has like millions of views. Let me look it up on the YouTube. So let me ask you this. Is Arthur Dudley Moore? No. No. No, no reference there. No, no one gets it. Not the reference. Didn't care for it. Let it well, die. Tony, see, here's the thing what we do about radio. All right. Sometimes there's give and take. So if someone says something that doesn't necessarily land, or doesn't necessarily hit, or just is downright not funny, you have to react. You can't just sit in silence and fold your arms. No, because that's just bad radio. No, yeah, it's funny because you, you bomb. Yeah, uh, it's got uh, 82 million views. That Arthur. Oh, that Arthur. That Dudley, that Dudley Moore. Isn't he dead? That Devon Dudley Moore. Imagine that character. Is Dudley Moore dead? Yes, yes, he's dead. Yes, he's dead. He died years ago. Many, no, many. I, I got my Amazon device down here now, too, so I, I could always ask her questions if we need information. Oh, good. Oh, see? Now, now you see, Matt, when you're Let's broadcasting, somebody it. says something, you're supposed to react to it, even if it's bad. Here, here. Let's talk about well, the see, Royal Rumble. We are doing... Well, what we're doing is via Skype, so sometimes internet is an issue. So I didn't necessarily hear you when you said it. Oh, my God, Crotchamania running wild. Zoom. We're doing it via Zoom. Internet still. Same thing. Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's all relative. Crotchamania. Tony loves Botchamania. He apparently also loves Crotchamania. I feel Crotchamania's like- running wild, dude. Everybody's gotten up and shown their crotch tonight. I'm not getting up. I'm in my fucking pajamas, so I'll give Freshly a shit. shorn. Freshly squoezed via Manscaped, of course. That's right. Got my new, I got my new Kota Ibushi shirt on. The golden purple golden lovers. Star. Yes. Should wipe your. Yes, wipe, yes, yes. Should wipe your fucking coolie with that t-shirt. My cool, my hiney hole. Yeah, wipe your hiney hole. My, my dainty little hiney hole. That's right. We're all in our late thirties and early forties. Early forties, <laughs> Thank you for the compliment. Oh, you're very welcome. I was actually talking about Matt. I'm not in my 40s yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. Getting yeah, there. next year, buddy. Or this year. Yeah. When is the 40th, Matt? This year, 2021? This year. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's right. That's gonna, that, Tony, get ready. That's going to be a big show. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> so Matt's I... 40th. November, right? Something? Yeah. The, usually about the same time we do our anniversary show. That's right. Yeah. Tony, <laughs> when's your birthday? Day. Right, how fast cow's ass? Tony's birthday's right around WrestleMania. I feel like Tony's the episode we always forget to do. No, his birthday's always around WrestleMania, so it's hard to do his birthday show, and he doesn't tell people about it because yeah. when you get to like his age, like you don't want to tell people that you're just That's a year true. closer to dying, so he just doesn't do it. Tony, is your do you make your birthday known on Facebook? Nope. 
You don't. I see. No. That's see. That's how I rely on people. Yeah, but you'll see, get Kevin. You'll get memories of Tony's Facebook or t- Tony's birthday bash extravaganza show. I always get just get yours because I just remember it because it's you in the dress in, in the middle of everything. You were in that that sunskirt or whatever they call those things. Sundress. Sundress, if you will. I'm quite sexy with that blonde wig too. Hey, I pay up on my bets. See, that's why you. it's that's why it's hard to to choose a punishment for you because you'll do anything. Yes. Speaking of punishments, before we talk about the Royal Rumble, before we get into uh, a perfect pick to start off 2021. No, 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 no don't, no, no. What do you mean? No, 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 no. There was a perfect. Don't even, don't even placate to the schmuck. Wait, one of us, one of us got a perfect pick selection, Tony. So that one of the three of us should celebrate. I think right, so. Then whoever got the three should whoever got all the picks should celebrate. But before we get to yeah. that, Matt had something very nice. Yeah, because we were you were gonna do it last week, but I thought my wife was gonna murder me. Because see, here's what happens on Monday nights. Now it's not gonna happen tonight because my wife is home. Uh, but my wife works on Monday nights, and I'm usually in charge of making dinner. Butthole. Now me and Nelly are gonna have a knock. She's fucking annoying the dog shit out of me right now. I'm gonna punch her in her fucking head. Zippers. <laughs> um. <My wife. laughs> So usually I'm like, yeah, I'm done by nine, like nine thirty. I'll make dinner. It'll be great. But we're, we've been running later and later because we're doing yeah. such amazing shows. So like, That's a great point. is that she, the excuse? I mean, is that the reason Matt? she has to know by now that when you say we're going to be done by nine, we're not going to be done by nine. Right. Yeah, that's the problem, though. And, like, she didn't come upstairs last Monday when she came home, so I didn't think she was home, so we wrapped up. Or, no, it was get, we were going and going, and then her little head poked up over here at the top of the stairs, and I was like, fuck, I got to go. I got a geo. And, look, to her credit, she's very – she gives me a lot of leeway between Monday nights and Wednesday nights when who knows when the fucking show is going to end on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Depends on so, if Kate's fucking white girl wasted or I'm out of my mind fucking Matt. Listen, um, I'll take white girl wasted Kate all day, every day. That's my, that's like my favorite person. She's very fun. Um, So we didn't get to hear our punishment last week, Tony. Now, obviously, Tony, the 2020 picks champion. Kevin, the 2019 inaugural uh, right. picks champion. So I am technically, as they say, uh, a fucking loser. Very good point. But we have punishment. So, Tony, the floor is yours. Nope. Later. Later. What do you mean later? Later. Coming later in the show. That's called a tease. Coming later in the show. Well, I hope it's not coming through uh, with your fucking DDP straps because those things aren't showing up today, buddy. They No, I got the notification at 1130 that they will attempt later in the week. So, no big deal. I also did the snow shoveling today, by the way. Got in a good hour. Burned like 760 calories. So, that's good on me. So I didn't have to actually sit down and do a workout today. See, I'm That's with pretty- you. I did six doubles last week, six energy and fat burner back to back. I need a little snow shovel. Uh, so we mentioned it before. Picks 2021. Kevin Garifo, the floor is yours. Six and oh to start the year. Kevin's going to come out swinging. I don't have any music queued up. I'm sorry. Um, but Mr. Perfect. I see, mean, now this is see now, see, see now this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong with the world today, is that when someone accomplishes something so magnificent as I did last night, they don't get rewarded in the way that they should. Like music, I don't think is too much to ask. Maybe I'll play it on my phone, and it'll just be horrible, horrible audio quality. But I mean, I went. There you go. Here's music. I, I accept this. 
What is this? Spunky Town. <laughs> I accept this, actually. Oh, my God. That's, that's what I sounded like calling into the Michael K show today. Oh, we'll have to get into that, too. Listen, I'm playing a character here, boys. All right, so let's just uh, let's just roll with it. All right, so six and zero, Kevin. You fucking slayed the Royal Rumble. Um, How do I feel about it, Matt? I feel incredible about it. By the way, do you? And I feel like I really was succinct. I did my research. I did my uh, wrestling watching, which is really hard to do given the state of the WWE's product. So I don't really watch it all the time, but you know what? I did some digging before the weekend because the Royal Rumble weekend is a is, is a is a blessing to be honest with you. It's an absolute blessing. It's my favorite time of year, and it's the one pay per view that I actually truly get up for. So I'm not surprised that I went six zero. Now I'll probably never go six zero again. I'll probably have a losing record. I like and that fourth, but the Royal Rumble is my time, baby. It's my time your time is up my time is now but do 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 but do but do i like that tony kevin garifo confidence i think tony fell asleep he did six and oh now oh, losing record the rest of the year i love it i love the confidence kev keep it up it'll be great when i am looking down upon you well listen, i'm Matt, standing on show? my throne uh as the 2021 picks champion and i will become the first calling it now february 1st 2021 first to go back to back Uh-oh. picks champion Tony, how are you handling all this right now, buddy? I'm five and one. I'm one game back. Okay, and you remember, got your head, your hands, or your head is in your hands. You look very distraught. I'm just, I know, I'm just letting Kevin do his thing because I know, That's I right. know the next pay per view comes around, and when he fucking goes over, it's gonna be so fucking. Yeah, it's, it, it's gotta be, it's gotta be a new Japan pay per view, isn't it? No, oh, I, I think our next pay per view is Elimination Chamber. Impact. Impact is, is it, not. There's got to be an impact one in there. No? Uh, we haven't been picking the monthly ones, so that's not a pay per view though. That's the. Uh, oh no, we're definitely not doing the. Yeah, we're not doing the. We're not doing the impact plus. Yeah, so I think the sure. next no, one no. is April for impact. But... Kevin, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to take oh away your allocates. You went six to zero. Great job. I want to talk to this fuck that sits below me on the screen right here. Oh boy. The first fucking picks of the year of the new season, and already he's That's like, right. "Hey guys, can I change my pick? I don't think Becky Lynch is gonna win. I want to switch my pick to Bianca Belair." That's what I did, and it was shut down. <laughs> we had a rule. No, Matt. Picks were in, and we're supposed to stick with them. Go ahead, Kev. I'm listening. I mean, Yours that, are that, open. that rule has been kind of, you know, borderline, and it's been broken before. Has um, it? Yes, but I, th- I think yes. It, uh, very early in the game, I switched picks a lot. That was kind of like my thing, where like I would switch picks. But it wasn't a half hour before the show or an hour before the show. So that's the only reason why I felt, while I respected Matt's wishes to to want to make the pick, it was so close. And also, he also happened to want to change the pick to the person that I picked. So ah, when you combine all so the shenanigans. When, no, 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 Matt, Matt, that, that, that's not, that's not the sole purpose, but when you add everything together, it's just like, it was too close to the event. Matt, and Matt. that's why I felt that it was a little too late. 
if I can interject, like, I know I'm giving you shit for this. And, and look, I, whatever Kevin wanted to do, I would have done. So since he said no, it was no. However, oh, hold on. You you don't make up your, your own mind. Funny. It's nothing has changed since you and Phil did that stupid fucking tournament where you two agreed on everything. And I was about to stick <laughs> up for you, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> I'm OK with it. I'll take the L. I don't ever watch the WWE Network live. I put it on at work. They put that fucking Bianca Belair Chronicle bullshit on there. And I was like, this is. This is a fucking, if this isn't fucking telling you who's going to win the Royal Rumble, I don't know what is. So I was like, I've got to try and change my pick. Yeah, but, that, but what pisses that, me that's off. That's been promoted for a while. Everyone knew that was coming out. Oh, well, Kevin, I don't watch the WWE Network, Kevin, uh, like that. I don't watch the WWE product, so I didn't know. You don't watch the network? I don't watch anything that has commercials on it. Well, it it's usually when, it, when as soon as you put it on, they'll usually play an ad, whether it's Undertaker's Last Ride or Bianca Belair Chronicle or Chaos. Ah, uh, see, stuff. I stream everything right to my TV, so it skips that because I stream it. Oh, look at you, T Donk. What'd you have? <sighs> Kevin loves to talk shit. Every time I put my picks in, he's like, "Oh, I see what you did. You picked <laughs> the one that Matt didn't pick, and you picked the one that I didn't pick. It's like, yep, fucking four of the six matches were a gimme. It was just a matter of who was going to win the rumbles. I mean, for God's sakes, what else are you going to do? All right, like, so pull this. Oh, we all so picked Shayna and Nia. Fuck yeah, we all did because they were going to fucking win and they won. So, so full disclosure, uh, Matt probably has a, a much more detailed rundown of the picks, but we all had the same picks except for the Rumble winners. Matt had Daniel Bryan for the men's. I had Edge. I had Bianca Belair. Matt had Becky Lynch. So Tony literally picked all the undercard matches the same as us. And, and I give him shit only because it's so funny when he's like like the last one to to – to, to give the picks and I could easily decipher like, ah, oh, it's so easy to make fun of him for this now because, yeah, well, the o- because the only two picks that me and Matt had different, Tony split his picks to either, so he didn't have a chance of really losing by that much or at the very least tying. So that's why it was easy, it was easy to bust his balls on that. Well, in fairness, I also said that I was thinking about Alexa Bliss heavily for the women's match. Yes. But I figured there's no way they would fucking do it, even though I really wanted them to. Because where do you go with the fiend nonsense with her? I mean, but then the guys, it's like, are they really going to pull it off with Edge? And sure enough, they did. But I was, had, uh... Keith Lee, had Keith Lee not pulled out, I would have picked Keith Lee over, over Daniel Bryan, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, when I saw the Edge announcement last Monday when we finished the show, I was like, I was kind of like, I think I might take Edge. But then I was like, no, Edge is 47. Why would they p- pick Edge to win the Royal Rumble? Joke's on me, jerk-off face. <laughs> Jerk's on you, jerk-off face. Uh, so let's talk about the Royal Rumble. Um, I saw the pre-show. I uh, I put it in a text with you guys last night. You can bust my balls if you want. I was at work last night. It was dead. It was snowy. Uh, I had watched the 9-to-5 Royal. Snowy, eh? Not that snowy, who still doesn't send us a new fucking commercial. Um I watched the 95 Royal Rumble. <laughs> then I watched the two. Don't shake your fucking head, Tony. I sent no, a message no. and I I'm asked with you. I'm disappointed in him. I'm disappointed in Phil. Where's our fucking. Let's, let's see how subtly Matt could insert jabs at everyone on the podcast. Network. I'm not trying to be subtle. I asked you for something. You didn't give it to me. The only person yeah, that but, gave us a brand new commercial was Justin, right? 
Justin and actually uh, Mike gave us a new commercial without the copyrighted music. So See, it's not hard. Doubles. It's not hard. You sit down and you do your dumb Canadian night in wrestling or whatever other weird Canadian bullshit you do. Just fucking record a commercial. No, th- this is Kareem. Kareem's not hasn't been on the show in like a fucking year and a half. None of them. It, it, the guy that does the commercial hasn't been on the show in three years. And on top of that, Phil doesn't even add Jay. Jay's like the most important part of the show. He hasn't been in the commercial for two years. He's the only part that matters. Just have Jay record. Choppy, 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 choppy. You know what? An episode when you when you think Turnbook of Throwbacks, who do you think of? Jay. Jay. Really? <laughs> I'll reach you out to. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna reach out to Jay, and then we're gonna record a commercial, and I'll send it to you, Tony. How's that? Yeah, sound? that's gonna do it. Jay will do it 100. percent Yeah, and that that you'll probably get that. Like if you reach out to him tomorrow, you'll probably have it by Wednesday. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, I, I watched the 95 Rumble. I watched the 07 Rumble. Then I just left the network on, uh, and it went right into the pre-show. The pre-show is, uh, the, I don't know what the bump is. Um, it's fucking, well, it looked awful. It sounded terrible. So there was some black guy making funny faces the whole time, almost like Tony when we do the show. I get that it's a visual thing, but he kept making like these weird, like every time someone had like an opinion, he was like, and I was like, so what does this like fucking office. guy do? But I didn't know who he was. Is he a famous guy? He, he wasn't a wrestler. I don't think he was a wrestler. No, he's, a, he's one of the hosts of The Bump. I don't know I don't know his name, but he's been on The Bump forever. It wasn't uh, Sam, started. was it? Who? It wasn't Sam Roberts. Oh, Sam's, no, Sam's I know who guy. Sam is. It wasn't okay. Sam and it wasn't Peter Rosenberg. Um, and then the women's match happened, the tag match. Nia Jax, is, I can't believe she has a fucking job in wrestling. She's got a belt. She's so bad. Yep. Like, I'm not trying to pick, like, look, I'm not trying to be that guy. She's just bad. I'm just calling it like I see it. She, it's almost like she puts in no effort to better herself. And that's the disappointing thing. She's in such a high profile spot and there ain't fuck all going on. It's not like they're traveling the roads and fucking doing house shows or anything. She's got plenty of time to train and get better. I don't fucking get it. All right. Well, here's, here's the thing. Let's. Let's be honest. There's been wrestlers who've been way more successful and way more high profile than her that have been uh, that have been pretty freaking bad. Yeah, one of them's opened the show at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> All right, so so I think it's just the era that we're living in. Like it's just like everyone automatically can comment and and talk about something. Listen, there's been listen. You tell me if the Road Warriors were freaking saints in the ring that they didn't hurt anybody. Like you know what I'm saying? Like people, people hurt people. No, I'm not talking about her hurting people. I'm just thinking. I just don't think. Take out like the hurt stuff. Like whatever she, her that tag match she was in. She just looked like she was a step behind. She didn't like. She would look like she was in sync with Oscar or Charlotte. And it just looked bad. The hurt, yep. but it's wow. it's not ballerina, wow. as I like to say. All right, people that's are right. gonna get hurt. God, that's gotta be a teacher. <laughs> she's bad, dude. But she's I just bad. don't think she's very good. Um, and I, mean, I can't. I don't. Man. This whole Lacey Evans, Ric Flair thing I, is weird. Dumb. Yeah. I, I yeah, mean, I, I get really it. Look, if you're Ric, if you're Ric Flair, you're, you're looking to either. You're looking Lacey Evans. You're looking to. Uh, you're looking to. You know. Smash Ric Flair style. Lacey Evans is not a bad Ooh! choice. No, she, she's she's gorgeous. I love the look. I love like the the oldies, like fifties or forties look. The high waisted trunks, like thirties. You nasty all. and all that. But she's terrible in the ring, dude. She's horrible. 
how can you be at that level and be so bad? <laughs> it almost uh, makes me want to watch the AEW women's division for God's sakes. Obviously, people a lot smarter than us feel differently. So, what can you do? I mean, Tony. I mean, I, I, I'll. I mean, you know what you're, you're, you're talking about because you were, you know, the very, very successful experiment. So, you know, he has, he has some history there. So obviously, people think that there's something there. Now, whether or not every single wrestling fan agrees or not. That's different. And I'm by no means, listen, I've been saying, I've been, I've been a lacy guy forever. And you guys know that since, since day one, I thought everything was positive about her character. Everything was good. I'm not one to judge in-ring ability. I don't know. So and Nia and Lacey, are, are they both bad or is it just, is it just chemistry? I don't know. I think I'd rather watch a Lacey Evans match than a Nia Jax match. And the prospect of the direction they're going with this story, if Lacey gets to work with Charlotte, um, I think that's a plus for Lacey. Yeah. Tell you me know? that's gonna be a bad match. And you know what's you know what's weird? And you know what might factor into this? And I don't know if we've really touched upon it. The the fact that this pandemic happened and there's no house shows. So, you know, this this tag match that we saw last night to open the rumble, you know, maybe a year or two ago, that was the house show main event leading up to the rumble. And they had time and to, to get their chemistry on yeah. the same page. You know, I don't know if we really talk about that enough, and I know we don't watch enough WWE to really jump in that rabbit hole, but maybe that, that has to factor in, you would imagine. How strange is that? That the three of us, like, this podcast probably wouldn't exist without WWE, and we don't watch. We hardly watch it. Like, between the three of us, we probably maybe watch two hours of WWE combined, probably. Maybe. I mean, look, if something Maybe. happens and it's on social media and it's like a two-minute clip, I'll watch it. I can't – first of all, we do the podcast Monday night. Second, I'm not watching three hours of Raw to watch fucking Drew Gulak. You can't find something for him to be chasing fucking R-Truth around the goddamn fucking Thunderdome. Are you kidding me? Uh, pass. Hard pass for Matt. Yeah. I think I think we're too attached to Gulak for that. It's There's tons of people who deserve better. Regardless. We all won the Nia, uh, Shayna Baszler. I thought it was going to go a completely different way because I thought we were shutting up, setting up Charlotte and Asuka, but uh, maybe we still are. I don't know. But Lacey Evans, Ric Flair, tons of outside interference. We got new women's tag team champions. And you know what that means? Absolutely nothing because nobody gives a shit about the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was wondering where you could possibly have gone with that. We opened the show. Yeah. With- I think speaking as someone who probably deserves better, Shayna, like, like, come on, like, we always talk, we always debate about whether or not it's better to be in like the main roster than NXT. But when you see how, like, I'm not saying Shayna's used wrongly, but God, like, she had so much fire behind her. Same thing with Keith Lee. Same thing with like so many of these guys, and it's just, it just drains you. And I'm not trying the shit on WWE. But it just drains you when you see what could have been with some of these people. Like Keith Lee should be, by all accounts, should be challenging for a championship at WrestleMania, for a world championship at WrestleMania. He was sick. <coughs> yep. Again, well, that notwithstanding, I don't think they would have gone with that anyway. Nothing. Remember, nothing is set in stone. We still have uh, 69, 68 days until WrestleMania. So how many days? 69? 68 now. 69 yesterday. Not, Nine. They're not. They're not. They're not changing. They're not changing from Edge and Drew McIntyre, and they're probably is that you think that you think they're going Edge and Drew McIntyre? Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I think on SmackDown you'll probably get 
Biggie is still the Intercontinental Champion, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right, let's let's say let's say Biggie is still the Intercontinental Champion. Hypothetically. So, so they probably won't go Biggie Roman. They'll probably go. I still think they'll go Daniel Bryan Roman for Mania, unless something changes. Otherwise, so. I mean, I don't think Keith Lee was in the cards for a main event spot. I mean, he could have a high-profile match, as he should. Maybe him and Brock. I mean, that would be cool for me. If if you put Keith Lee over Brock at Mania, I'll take that. It's kind of like the Undertaker spot yeah. now. Does there need to be an Undertaker spot? Nope. 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 Uh, see, this is what this is what I don't understand. It's like, like, can we just? But why? Like, okay, Undertaker's done. He's moved on. Like, let's move forward. Why does there have to be? Why do we have to bring Brock back? Why does Edge have to win the Royal Rumble? What? See, here's the thing. If if some of these guys never left, I don't think we'd be having this conversation. AJ Styles is like 47 years old, which is fine. Like, I don't understand why age has to be such. I mean, like, because wrestlers are getting better as they get older. Because I don't think we're seeing growth from from the. You're not. You're seeing the same recycled talent. Like Randy Orton's. No, at some point, these guys can't wrestle anymore, and then what? Like who's gonna be who's next? Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre. Drew's not a spring chicken either, though. Early thirties. He's got another, he's got probably another, you know, ten years in him. Sure, if he's if he's lucky, if he's you know good God, good Lord willing, nothing bad happens to him. You know, like we there there has to be there has to be something. You have to you have to start making new stars. You can't no, take someone from NXT and bring them to the main roster like a Keith Lee. Changes look, changes entrance music, and then he's there for like a couple weeks, and then you just he's gone. No, no, the Keith Lee thing is is a travesty, and there's no other way to describe what happened to Keith but like, Lee. But like Keith Lee's not used. the only, like I talked about it last week. Alistair Black, uh, Ricochet. Uh, we saw Tomasa come up for a cup of coffee, yeah. like. I don't know. Does Adam Cole need to be in a tag team in NXT? Wouldn't you feel like Adam Cole on the main roster would bring like a breath of fresh air into the WWE I, I product? I, I don't. This is going to kill a lot of people, and it's probably going to get me a lot of criticism. I don't think Adam Cole will translate well on the main roster. I really don't. I don't think he'd be a top guy on the main roster, which is crazy to say. I just. Don't I don't think Johnny Gargano would either. I don't. I think Tommaso Ciampa would. But I don't think like Keith Lee should be like uh, Damian Priest, who is actually a guy that I wanted to. I predicted was going to be in that Rumble match. Damian Priest will be a top guy on the main roster. Adam Cole, for some reason, I love Adam Cole. Same thing with Roderick Strong. I don't think he'd be a top guy either. They've been top guys everywhere else in the world. I just don't think they'd be top guys in WWE on the main roster. At some point, we have to. At some point, these guys can't wrestle anymore. We. I have mean, if to. I was if I was Vince McMahon, I'd make them. Well, I don't think Vince McMahon can. He, I think he changes his mind a hundred times a fucking right. day. I'm sorry, guys, it's lag. Um, so we open the Royal Rumble with Goldberg, Drew McIntyre, and as much as I shit on the idea of Goldberg being in a match, uh, they did it right. It was pretty. Pretty simple. Uh, I just don't know when somebody's going to go, hey, maybe we just shouldn't bring him out here because he gets blown up in a minute and a half every fucking time he's on uh, TV. 
I think as long as Goldberg wants to wrestle, he'll wrestle. And that's just going to be the case. Hard pass. But I, I will say this, though. I had no problem with this match being at the Royal Rumble because I'm pretty sure it, it played out the way I thought it was going to. But the guy was wearing, like, 1985, like, sweatshorts. Like, like literally, like, he was wearing shorts that were invented before mesh basketball shorts. I couldn't believe when I saw, like, I don't know. Like, remember when, like, Triple H kind of wore, like, those, like, low bikers, like, to protect himself from, like, an injury? I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but, my God, the guy was wearing freaking sweatshorts, Tony. Yeah. I could talk. I don't think Tony's seen anything except for the rumbles. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sasha and Carmella was – we'll get there. We're going to get there right now. I'm going to fast track us because there ain't much to talk about Sasha and Carmella. I thought Carmella broke her back when she did that suicide dive outside the ring. Um, and I, I, the whole Reginald is her, uh, her wine dude is weird, but whatever. I guess it plays into the weird story. I miss Carmella's old music. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and Sasha retained. We all F-A-B. We all got Sasha right. We all got Drew right. Now, the Women's Royal Rumble. This is right in fucking Tony's wheelhouse. Like, cause he, he's got the gloves on. He's fucking hitting clean up. He's ready for this. Glasses are coming off. Tony, how did you feel Jesus. about I the think... Women's Royal Rumble? I... I'm going to mute my microphone. I, well, just keep talking. Just fucking mute it then. Don't tell us what you're doing. Just do it. <laughs> no, anyway, that's funny. It's called... I thought the Women's Rumble was better than the Men's Rumble. I know that you didn't like the women's rubble that much. So I don't know where you stand and which one was better. Um, I don't think they did the women's rumble any favors by having the R-Truth Express run through the damn thing, but it wasn't terrible and it was kind of quick. So I was like, okay with it, I guess. And um, who won the, who won the, Oh, Alicia Fox was back. That's a big fucking deal for me. I love me some Alicia Fox. Dude. Former 24-7 champion, Alicia, Alicia Fox, by the way. Victoria was back. I thought you muted your microphone. Nope, I turned it back on. All right, then I'll mute your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, Victoria was back. I was more impressed with Jillian Hall being back. Come on, dude. I know you want me. Fucking, I loved it. And then she was teaming up with what's her nuts, Billy Kay. That was some good shit, man. I enjoyed that. What I didn't enjoy, what is this shit you land on your back on the outside and you keep your fucking feet up in the air? And oh no, you don't fucking, your feet didn't touch, so you're not eliminated. What the fuck that? Fuck that. They've been doing that forever. That was nonsense. No, they haven't. No, been doing not that a spot no, like that, Kevin. That, dude, come on. When? What do you mean? When Kofi Kingston did a handstand oh. around the ring, Naomi handstand. fell to the outside she and landed. Back, she flat backed. She All right, it's not like the NFL where it's like a shoulder or it's your, just you know a knee or something fucking, like that. At that point, it's semantics. At that point, yes, it's fucking stupid. Well, the whole rule, the whole, the whole rule is based on semantics. It's just, it's nothing we've ever seen. It's stupid. It's so, it insults the intelligence of the fans. All right. Well, I mean, they've been doing that forever, so I don't understand why this is the hill you guys are going to die on. It's not the hill I'm going to die on. It was stupid. If you see it, it for, it if you see it for what dumb. it is, then you're fine. If you think like, no, that's fine. It's fucking dumb. All right. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Tony. I did, I did like the ending 
where Bianca and oh shit, what the hell's her name? Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley were on the apron <laughs> and they look at each other. It's like, all right, let's get back in. Let's do this. Let's and they just kind of looked at each other and slowly they both got back in the ring. I was like, that's fucking cool. That was cool because neither one of them wanted to take that shortcut. They wanted to just fucking settle it and get it done. And neither one of them tried to pull a fast one. I thought that was awesome. And I think Bianca Belair was the right win. Yes, I agree with you on that. Bianca, that's excellent move by the Wait, WWE. And one more. And yes, one more. Please. Alexa, Alexa came in. She was a little fucking spark plug, a little house of fire. No, not you, Alexa. Never mind. Fucking thing. I hate that. So Miss Bliss comes in and she's eliminating people and she's hitting people. And the next thing you know, she's going to freak out. And Rhea Ripley's like, get that shit out of here. And she just fucking threw her out. I'm like, yes, that was awesome. That was a great spot, too. All right. Have at it. There, the, so I agree that first of all, I thought it was great to see Alicia Fox. I think Alicia Fox gets oh, so much bullshit from the internet. Pe- like, whatever, people have their demons. I think she's great. I don't think she's like the best fucking wrestler in the world, but the character's awesome. Like, big fan. Happy to see her. The R Truth shit, I just, I, I don't, I didn't like the hardcore title. I don't like the 24 7 title. Whatever. Um, I'm watching the men's oh, rumble now. Am I now. getting muted for mentioning Victoria, and Matt's not getting muted for mentioning Alicia Fox? Because I liked Alicia Fox, and I was done with my rant, so now it's Matt's turn. Uh, to, could could have done without the Jillian Hall. I love Jillian Hall, dude. You're nuts. I thought Billy Kay was hysterical. That, whatever they did with her was hysterical. She teamed up with Jillian Hall. She's like, you were going to be Jillian, uh, Jillian Billy, and you didn't fucking like that, dude? I enjoyed that. Yeah, I I would rather have seen an, an uh, Elconics, uh get together, which we kind of got like a, a little taste of. Um, Iconics. Yeah, I like to say Elconics because they're ill, bro. They're ill. Um, way too much like... And I don't know if this is like a thing of like the past, like way too much outside the ring, like going through the middle rope, going to the under under rope. Like, yeah, like I, I can forgive that because when we get to the men's match, there was a whole lot of laying around in that men's match. There, see, the women's match, there wasn't much laying around. It felt like everyone was doing stuff. I wish right. the camera didn't miss the fucking Bailey elimination. Yes, that was a fucking huge gaffe on their part. How yeah. do you miss that? That was huge. And how do you not put Michael Cole out there? The poor girl shaved his fucking last name into the back of her head. Metal. And I could do without fucking... Jerry Lawler is the fucking worst. Yeah, if you think... If you think Jim Ross is bad with his fucking dick pictures on his Twitter, Jim Jerry Lawler is a fucking, he's a ghoul. This, you know what this is? You know what I call this in the ring? This is a dream. This is a dream for me, Corey Graves. You're a fucking creep. You're a creepy old fucking man. That's what you are. You probably fucking allegedly raped a 14-year-old back in the day, you oh, fucking come ghoul. Now. Come on now. He's the fucking worst. I'm all with Bailey. Why is this fucking dirtbag out here calling this match? Uh, yeah. I like the last three. Um, I wish the announcers had done a better job of doing a callback to last year when Charlotte won the Rumble and then she showed up in NXT uh, and the three of them were in the ring and Bianca Belair was like, this ain't high school. What do you do? Like, I'll smack the shit out of you. They had like a weird like back and forth, if you yeah. recall. I remember. Um, but yeah, now, you know. I'm excited to see uh, where they go with this. Uh, you know, who does Bianca go after? Um, who's the other champion? Sasha. Sasha and, 
and Sasha Oscar's and Oscar, awesome. right? <clears throat> yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um, I like that. Sasha. I like that Rhea Ripley's up there because um, it seems like they wrote her out of NXT when she lost that match to that that uh, beefy chick, the Jack chick. What's her name? Gonzalez. Oh, Raquel uh, Gonzalez. Yeah. Shit. Somebody had a great nickname for her, and I can't remember what the fuck it was. <clears throat> I didn't Keep look. There's a, there's things that are well, you know. Maybe I just nitpick more because it's the women's rumble. I don't know. Uh, like a couple times they tried to throw Ruby Riot over the top rope, and she did that weird thing where she goes over and slides back under. Except like she fucking bounced off the ropes and had to push herself over twice. Um, and that could just be me nitpicking though. Yeah. Somebody repeated the spot with uh, Naomi where they pushed her over and they were trying to push her off the apron and then they gave up on it. And then two minutes later, they went back into the same thing again. I was like, wow, that was kind of fucking weird. Hey, let me ask you guys a question because I'm watching the men's Royal Rumble now. I have it on. When did Dolph Ziggler win the tag titles? A couple weeks ago. Right. Yeah, they beat uh, the Dirty Dogs, beat the New Day. That, that was I'm sorry, the what? The Dirty Dogs. Him and Bobby Roode. That's the name of their tag team. Yep, I don't think I, I think it's not in so many words, but I think they refer to themselves as the, the Dirty Dogs. All right, I right. I'd, I'd love that team, man. What you guys? Uh, two guys, two guys that really didn't have much going on. I, I enjoy it too, Kev. I agree with you. Uh, Kevin, thoughts on the women's rumble? I listen. I enjoyed it. I mean, obviously, I got the prediction right, so can't go wrong with that. I predicted Bianca Belair, and she won. And I love this. I I don't think some of the returns are are talked about enough. I think this was a great moment for Victoria to come back and and get her swan song for WWE because a lot of other women have gotten it, some some of them more than once. And Victoria was a staple in building the women's division back up again. Everyone credits Lita and Trish Stratus, but without the Victorias, without the Jazzes, without the Ivories, without the Molly Hollies, you don't have that that women's division built up again. And Victoria was 100% a, a big part of that. So her being back there really popped me. Um Kevin, can I ask you a question? Sure. Because I was one way on it, and Tony was another way on it. Thoughts on Jillian Hall? Oh, uh, I never cared for her as a character, but I don't discredit her her contribution to the business. She had one of the weirdest weirdest storylines in the history of the world, where she was a part of JBL's cabinet, where she had a giant mole on her face, and then the boogeyman actually ate it off. And so then she became this like Britney Spears wannabe, like terrible singer gimmick, which was hysterical at the time. Good shit. I, I thought it was funny. I had no problem with her being involved in it. And I, I think this may have been her first Rumble appearance. I think she may have been in another one. I, I, don't quote me on that. But um, she she deserves her spots just as much as anyone else. Listen, if Molly Holly could have two Rumbles, if. If, uh, you know, Trish and Tori Wilson and Kelly Kelly could have two rumbles. I don't think Trish had two. I think Trish just had the one. But Tori did. Kelly Kelly had two. I don't see why Jillian Hall shouldn't get another chance. And, and again, Victoria, Victoria, Victoria's contribution to the business can't be understated. So I was very happy to see her back. Uh, Bianca Belair, again, going. I thought that she was going to draw an early number, and I thought that she was going to win. I thought she was going to draw number four. She drew number three. Matt, you, you tagged us all in that uh, – in that uh, ringside collectibles I did. Uh, gimmick where you had to pick the, the winners with the numbers that they were entered. And I picked Bianca Belair at number four, not number three. So that would have 
that could have got us some figures, so I apologize for that. No worries. It was a shot in the but, dark. Uh, Jillian Hall hasn't been in the WWE in 10 years, so last whoa. night was her first appearance in 10 years. Incredible. She deserves it. She deserves it just like anyone else that, that's contributed to the business deserves it, I think. And so I I enjoyed the Rumble. Um, I'm kind of with Matt a little bit. He predicted Becky Lynch to win. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't see her, but obviously I understand why. That bitch put a fucking picture on Instagram of that, the fucking curtain behind where you walk out and Gorilla. That bitch. Oh, so she was there. She, I, yeah, she's being that she was teasing everybody. She's being the thirst uh, trap. Uh, what do they call a thirst trap? Uh, Line and Vixen, you fell for it. Yeah, uh, son, yeah, son of a bitch. I think I, Matt. I think Matt wanted Becky to win anyway before that, probably. Becky was my only choice because I knew nothing about the women's division. All right, then let me ask you this. Let's move on to the men's division. Now, um, look, because bef- uh, Beer City's calling in about four minutes. Oh yeah. Do we want to talk Kevin Owens Roman Reign really fast? Table the oh, men's yeah, rumble. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. Sure. I forgot about that match. Um, you guys can talk about it. I didn't see it. I I, I did see the ending. I, I won't lie. I saw the ending. Everything got, else. It it was uh I I think the the Roman Reigns character is fantastic. It's the best thing that the WWE is doing, uh, in my opinion, from what I've seen. Um he couldn't get the handcuff. What happened? He couldn't get the handcuffs off of him, right? He got trapped under the post, and as the referee counted nine, he grabbed the ref and like flung him into like the, the scaffolding and knocked him out. So then Heyman was able to free him. I don't know exactly how he got tied up in there, but Owens tied him up pretty good. And uh, that's what I remember until Roman Reigns like choked him out, and that was it. So. Roman Reigns. Probably Roman the, the Reigns. Probably the two best characters on on TV right now, probably the best feud in wrestling right now was, was Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. And it's a shame that that won't go forward towards WrestleMania, just how, how good it was. But I mean, Kevin Owens is Kevin Owens is a guy that you just want on your, on your roster all the time. And he could be inserted in any role, any position and he'll deliver. And Roman Reigns is just, God, is there a better character on TV right now than Roman Reigns? I don't think so. I don't think so. This, uh, I mean, I'm talking about like all wrestling. I'm not just talking about WWE. I'm talking all wrestling. I mean, outside of Jay White, I think Roman Reigns is, is you know, 1A, 1B. Oh, I'll t- I mean, I'll, t- I'll definitely take your word for that because I don't what know. What do you make of it? Yeah. yeah, fucking stick that chest out. He fucking annihilated your boy Big Tom, Tony Z, just so you know. Double champion right here. I don't see fucking uh, Big J Strongbow, whatever you call him, with fucking belt. <laughs> right, first of all... <laughs> Chief Chief J Strongbow, okay. No, Chief, your boy's Big Chief J Strongbow. J Strongbow would stretch the fuck out of Kota Ibushi, okay? Yeah, he'd gut fucking Jay White like a fish. Never mind. And, those ate, no, never. and then he'd age in his match after the show. And then he'd give it to the Samoans to fucking cook on Tuesday Night Titans. Hey, how you like that? Yeah, I like that. I thought the Owens Roman Reigns match was was uh, really good. It was good. Yeah, um, probably the best thing on the show, if you ask me. And now it's it's what do you do with Roman? Who's ne- as as you old old Goldberg would say? Who's next? Well, don't worry about it because they're gonna have an elimination elimination chamber or some nonsense at the next pay per view, and they're gonna oh, decide right. who the sender is. Yeah, of course I'm right. Yes, yeah, that's in like uh, the twenty first, three weeks. That'll be oh, your next yeah. set of picks. Who's who's in the elimination chamber? Tony, the Royal Rumble was yesterday. We haven't even had Raw yet. Who's <laughs> in the elimination chamber? Yeah, I think. come on. There's got to uh, look. So, are, are we saying that Edge is going to challenge um, Drew? 
Drew, so Edge is going to challenge Drew. So who's Roman's on SmackDown? Who's on SmackDown that's getting into this chamber? If we, if we had to start thinking, Jay Uso. Yeah, that makes sense. Otis. Otis. It's an elimination chamber, Tony. There's five or six spots. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not going rank of importance here. I'm just saying who's going to possibly Wait, who, be in it. Who's Who's on? Is Bobby Lashley or what's his nuts on there? No, it's going to be if if it's strictly SmackDown. Daniel Bryan, Jay Uso, Otis. Uh, Big E, you think Big E, in there? And then maybe if there's five or six spots, I forget how many the chamber how should many be. Six. Where, where's Baron Corbin? Is he on SmackDown? Yes, Baron. He gets in there. And the Miz. And, then, and the Miz. Whoa. Oh yeah, and or Miz and Morrison too. So you could have both of them in there too. True. Oh, what about AJ too? Isn't he on SmackDown? Oh God, yeah, AJ. No, he's on Raw. Oh okay. Right. I don't fucking know. Almost, almost, almost. Yeah, they're well, on Raw because that was yeah. the spot they did with Ricochet, the flippy do into the the. Um, yeah. The what? So unless it's, it's like a, a mingled brand thing, those are probably your guys. I mean, that wouldn't be because this is going to decide who's going to challenge for the opposite title. So it would have to be strictly brand. I don't, Tony. Who knows? I don't what's know. Our, what's our, our guest is in queue. Nice. So bring him in. Let him bring him in. Da, 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 da. Love this. My man is already ready. Always ready. Mr. Beer City, how are you? Good. How about you guys? Am I sideways? You are sideways, Just yes. A Just a little bit. I didn't know if it was it was the drinks I was having, though. So, yeah. <laughs> How's that? There he is. There's that handsome fella. There we go. How are you Not tonight? Sure. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing good. It's garbage pills, WWE shirt. That is awesome. So Thank let me you. ask you this. There's rumors that there's going to be WWE, and this is the Beer City Bruiser, guys, Ring of Honors, Beer City Bruiser. There's rumors that there are going to be WWE garbage pail figures. Or did you, Have you heard about that? No, I haven't heard anything about it. I just I saw the shirt, and I was a big fan of the garbage pail kids, and I was a fan of WWE back in the day. So I think there's going to be a, I think there's going to be a crossover coming, my friend. Oh, cool. Well, if you wouldn't mind, can you stretch it out a little bit? Like, I can make out the Warrior. I think that it's, might be Andre next it's Andre. Time. It's Warrior, I, Andre, Macho Man, Undertaker. That is fucking sweet. All right. Yeah. It's a sweet shirt. Now, here's a question for you, Bruiser. If you were a Garbage Pail Kid, what would your name be? Beer City Bruiser. <laughs> Cut and dry. I like that. I like that. Uh, a lot to discuss here with Beer City Bruiser from Ring of Honor. Uh, if you watch the latest episode of Ring of Honor TV, I got a lot of questions for you, my friend. I also yeah, have right. a lot of problems with you because oh, no. before, for, look, I'm a man. I stick up for what I said. Before the pandemic happened, you were in the NWA with uh, fucking Brian Malonis, and you guys took that dirty money from the Pope. You took his goddamn dirty money and you turned your back on Eddie Kingston. And I was I was hot about it. So uh, I just want to put that out there. Don't see it. Tony was going to try and throw me under I'm the agreeing. bus. I'm saying you were very hot, dude. You don't understand how much it pissed him well, off. So well, let me let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Okay. How do you pay your bills? Do you pay your bills by being friends with Eddie Kingston or do you pay your bills with money? I pay my I bills. bills pay. All right. I'm all right. a man. My job is to kick ass. The Pope offered me more money than Eddie did. Well, Eddie didn't offer us money. He offered us, you know, a good time out. But I, I need to pay the bills, too. And look at the Pope now. The Pope is the, is the television champion of the National Wrestling Alliance. Look at that. 
And that was, we had a, we were supposed to go into the Crockett Cup before the pandemic hit. So taking the Pope's money, I thought benefited us. I mean, it looks like it worked out because I don't really know what your tag team situation is like now after uh, the most recent. Look, I got to go. It would just happen. I just I'm watched it this you. afternoon. It too, now, look, I love, look, I, I, I get it. I dig. All right. Vincent's my guy. I get it. Oh, this had nothing to do with Vincent. Like everyone keeps thinking it had something to do with Vincent. It had nothing to do with Vincent. Uh, he he has his thing with Taven going on and and all that, but all this has been brewing for a while. Um, you know, with the whole new attitude and everything that we that we have, you know, I'm done being the fun loving drunk that everybody just wants to have a beer with and not get anything out of it. Again, I told you earlier, money pays the bills. In order to get more money in wrestling you win matches the more matches you win the more money you get when you become a champion you get paid more money so i did what i had to do and and why not make a statement by going against probably the top guy in ring of honor right now you know there's a whole big story of him coming back and matt bennett or mike bennett coming back you know and they're all together and mushy mushy kissy kissy well guess what i'm there too you know and Brian, he's got to work out his stuff. He, he, he's got issues, man. This is, uh, I mean, look, you make ve- excellent points. I don't disagree with you. You got to pay the bills. Now, when we talk about you're champ- just upset because I hit somebody that you like. That's no. the whole thing with all this. Is everybody's upset because I hit Matt Taven. If I would have hit Brian Johnson, for instance, everybody would love me. They'd think I'm the greatest thing in the world. I don't. I like because Bri- I went after Matt Taven. Everybody's upset. Now everybody thinks I'm going to join Vincent and all this stuff. No, Vincent's got his own thing. I'm doing my thing. If Brian right. wants to get on board. Brian can get on board. Uh, Vincent has a very Charles Manson way about him. So you never, his never, it's never cut and dry what he says. But right. uh, for you to react that way and smash that beer bottle over, uh, over Matt. And to, to, to be fair, I'm not a huge Matt Taven fan, so I'm okay with it. I was just curious as to direction it doesn't it doesn't bother me if you're okay with it or not i don't care what the fans the fans think it's okay fine let them think it's okay if if fans think it's not it's not i don't care i don't care if cancel culture wants to cancel me i don't care if all the the stooges out there and all the the smart marks want to love me i don't care it they don't pay my bills i pay my bills and if i gotta break bottles over people's heads i'm gonna do that to pay my bills i got kids that gotta go to college i got a house payment i got a car payment I got to be a man now. And I've told this to Brian in the past. He just never thought I would act on it. Well, I acted on it. God now, damn. let me ask you a question. With Brian, the tag titles were an option. Championships win. Uh, There's still an option. Brian and I are not breaking up. I, okay. I never kicked him off. I never said, piss off, Brian. Yeah, man. It's just Brian knows he's got to get into a different mindset. He He's happy still being the fun-loving drunk and all that. Well, there's no fans in the crowd. It was great back when the fans were there. We'd walk through the crowd. We'd get free beer. That was fun, but there's no more fans in the crowd. So now he's got to focus. It's not like we're broken up. It's not like the tag team belts are off there. It's just we're going a different way of getting them. At least I want to. He's got to get on board. It, it's uh, what is that? Uh, shit or get off the pot, right? Exactly. Nice. If, if Brian decides he wants to uh, pursue Session Moth, because we saw that before the pandemic, and you go out on your own, are you going pure title, TV title, or are you going straight to the top and looking to take out Roosh? I want to go straight to the top because that's that's the guy who gets paid the most. It's all about money right now. Yeah. It's all about getting paid the most. I'm done. 
you know, I've won 21 years in wrestling, and for 21 years, I've always been the guy that that's the go-to guy. If a, a guy gets canceled on an interview, they call me and I do it. If a guy cancels on a show, oh, you're going to work twice tonight. Uh, like when we were in Japan, you know, I, I was only supposed to wrestle once on the second day. Well, guess what? Dalton and Trent Brett are hurt, so they throw me in a, uh, a, the three-way for, for the title because I'm always the go-to guy, you know? Well, now it's time that I also not only become the go-to guy, but to get that go-to paycheck also. I like I like to do it. Beer City eats first. That's what it is. He has to, <laughs> he eats first, right? Exactly. Forget yep. about everybody else. I like the new I like the new attitude. I love in the new Ring of Honor. Uh, you mentioned that there's no fans there. How different is that for you, especially with the the beer swilling? Uh, you know, obviously it's fun to have a beer like we're having right now but over zoom with no fans i mean you kind of get to see you know you need the fan energy is it how different is that for you it, it's different because you know the last six years i've been in ring of honor i've always walked in the ring drinking beer and had beer with me and now with this whole new the rules and stuff we're not allowed to do that and it's it's kind of awkward I, I had to apologize to guys in the back that i wasn't as buzzed as i normally am before <laughs> matches um God, which is kind of weird because i'm sober um, but without the fans, you just, you got to adjust. Um, it's now, instead of going for like in wrestling, it's always instant gratification. You know, you do a big move, the crowd ooze, you, you, uh, botch a spot. They chant you fucked up. They, you know, it's always, uh, a back and forth with the crowd. Well, now with no crowd and we're filming these matches, you got to wait to get that reaction from the crowd and get that emotion. So you have to change up your thinking when you're putting matches together, when you're out there in the ring and stuff, when you're. You know, it's no longer, you know, doing beer punches to somebody in the crowds chanting beer with me like at Madison Square Garden. You know, it's it's all right. I'm going to punch this guy in the face. And hopefully when his tooth falls, all people see it on TV. You know, you mentioned something to me that really struck a chord. The fact that you've been in Ring of Honor for six years now. Yep. How how fast has that time gone for you and how important has your time been? been there for your career it it's flown by uh in fact uh i malonis and i just re-signed with ring of honor um with brand new exclusive deals and it was like oh crap that's up right now you know because it just went so fast um and i've grown so much as a performer and, and uh as a wrestler and ring of honor has been a huge 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 part of my life not only for the last six years, but during this whole pandemic, they've been awesome. They've been making sure that, you know, not just me, but everybody in the roster, we're all safe. We're all still getting our paychecks. Uh, they, they, before we even went back to the reset, they were doing weekly town hall meetings over zoom to check our mental health because, you know, you're, you're, you're stuck in a, a, your house all day long. Can't do anything. There's a pandemic going on. And that went a long way with like a guy like me, you know, because that, that shows that they care about us as people. Um, and then when we got back to the reset, the way that they go about doing the whole testing and the ROH bubble and making sure everybody's safe and stuff is just awesome. Uh, and it shows that I'm working for the best company right now. And I love to see not only myself grow, but watch Ring of Honor grow. Because I, when I started, we were doing those buildings, you know, only drawing one, 200 people, you know, three, four people, three, 400 people. And then it went up to, you know, when like the elite was there and stuff, you know, we were doing huge crowds and also we're in Madison Square Garden you know and then 
they left. So it was almost like, okay, we're going down a little bit. We got to get these fans back all the way to now the reset, which I think right now is the best wrestling we've been putting on. Right. The relaunch of the peer tournament and, and everything. They're letting us be our characters now, you know, and, and I think it's connecting with the fans. And it's, it's funny you mentioned a term that, that to me just seems like ironic for a company that's been around probably longer than anybody else but WWE, growth. And, yeah. and the fact that a company's been around for, God, 15 years still has room to grow. And, 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 and that just to me is, is, is a testament to how good of a company and how solid of a base Ring of Honor has. What does that mean to you in terms of being a part of a company's already been solidified for god knows how long growth i i love it i, I think it's great I, i'm happy that i'm part of of the a benchmark at least in the history of ring of honor you know um from my time with silas to the time with the bouncers to this time now where who knows what's going to happen with the me smashing the beer bottle and stuff you know and it's awesome to be included in in like the history of things and it's it's great when fans talk to us because they'll literally go, oh, I was around for the CM Punk days. Oh, I was around for the Nigel McGuinness days, you know, and, and I have, I've had people come up to me and go, oh, I've been around since you and Silas were together, you know, and that's really cool to see. And it's really, it, it's an honor, no pun intended, to be a part of a company like that. Yeah, before we, before we started the show, Tony, Tony said, whatever happened with him and Silas? And I said, I don't know, we bring it up when we, when we talk to the guy, like you just you've you've been around for quite a bit of time and you've etched out your own uh spot in the ring of honor history and it's only getting better uh especially with everything that happened on the recent episode of ring of honor tv and this new attitude uh you mentioned how well they've taken care of you guys through this whole pandemic and stuff how's the roh bubble experience been to you and what are you doing to pass the time because uh, i know we've talked to lsg we've talked to brody king uh we've talked to dak draper uh, everyone is it's interesting to see how everybody passes their time i know rickabani brings like a thousand monster energy drinks uh it's, <laughs> what are you doing to to keep yourself uh occupied while you uh quarantine it's a lot of beer uh a lot of playstation um a lot of ddp yoga um, despite, despite my physique, I still have to stay in shape and I do go to the gym every day and in the bubble, we can't necessarily do that. And I got hooked up with DDP, uh, yoga over the, when we, when I did the Chris Jericho cruise, uh, diamond Dallas page saw him and he's like, you're moving kind of stiff here. Try this out. And I've been, I'm doing that ever since. And it's been amazing for my, it put years on my career. So in the bubble, I get that in, um, there's only really one day where you're kind of sitting, not doing anything. Um, it used to be eight days we were out there. Now it's five. Um, so time goes pretty fast. Um, and they keep us pretty busy as far as like we have our COVID test at this time. Then we have to go see the doctor for physicals at this time. Go to the dojo for pre-tapes. And then, you know, another day you go and you actually film the matches and stuff. But for me, it's a lot of beer drinking, a lot of yoga and a lot of PlayStation. What's your uh, what's your go to yoga workout? Because me and Tony do the DDPY. Tony actually so, lost like a shitload of weight doing it. I I do actually three of them um, every day. I do so I do the bed workout in the morning because that that stretches everything out, um, gets you going. And then I do an energy during the day, and then at night I'll do the either the bed workout again or I'll do like the hips and knees just to stretch everything out. Um, I found that when I stretch out before bed, I don't wake up as sore, you know, 21 years of abusing your body in a ring puts a toll on the joints. And uh, I've kind of 
got it figured out now where if I, you know, as soon as I wake up, do this, you know, at this point in time, I got to do this and then right before bed, do this and I'll be fine. So, so you, those are my workouts. You spend some time in the, the ring of honor bubble. Let me ask you this as a, I went to college in Maryland, Towson university. So were you able to spend any time in Towson or anywhere in that surrounding Baltimore area? And if so, have you been to Towson hot bagel? No, we're not allowed to leave the hotel. So oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I because I know I'm a big horror movie fan. I know The Exorcist stairs are somewhere out there. I want to go see that. Um, I, I'm a big seafood guy, so there's a bunch of restaurants I want to go see. So I'm hoping that when everything opens up, I'll be able to do all that. You know, it used to be when we when we it was funny back when we used to travel and stuff. When we go to Baltimore, it was always either a double shot. So we'd either be driving into Baltimore really late and then flying out the next day early, or we'd be do Baltimore the first day, drive overnight to the next town to do the tapings, you know, the next day. So getting to see stuff isn't really a lot. So I'm hoping that we get to, uh, when everything opens up, I get to do that a little bit more. Yeah. I think that'd be, uh, that'd be great. That'd be cool. I think that's, and I'm, it's part of the traveling. Like we are up here in Jersey, so you guys stopped uh, coming out here to the Hammerstein, uh, which is a heartbreaker for me. But uh, I was at Free Enterprise, and just the trip alone is just – it's such a great time. You get in the pile in the car, you go down to Baltimore, you see an awesome show. Uh, you can't beat it. You mentioned the, the Ring of Honor, uh, the restart, and I think it's been the best hour of TV uh, going um, because the profiles that you that gets done on you guys and as you mentioned you get to be yourself and you get to be introduced to the character and I think that goes such a long way how much has that helped you evolve as a performer just being able to kind of burst out of that bubble it, it's helped me a lot um, I'm, I'm a pretty creative guy when it comes to wrestling and character stuff like that. And what's great about the creative with ring of honor is they let us come up with creative and talk, you know, and pitch ideas and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, the Hunter the delirious gets a final say, but he's open to everything. And that's, what's cool. And I like to challenge myself to either take something that's been done in wrestling and change it to be my own thing where people are like, Oh, that's cool. That's original. Or I like to think outside the box and say, try and come up with something that people haven't really seen, you know, to get that like wow moment. So I love that creatively it's challenging, you know, um, you're mentioning sitting in the bubble and stuff, even sitting here at home, you know, I'll be, I'll be at the gym on the treadmill, whatever. And right away, I'm just thinking of promos like, okay, I smashed a bottle over Taven's head. What can I say? You know, what can I say? That's your normal, not your normal wrestling promo, you know? And, and it's great. And then, you know, I'll, I'll get on the, the phone here and I'll message who I got a message, all these ideas and stuff. And, and they either love them, they hate them, or, hey, look, we're going to work on it or whatever. And it's it's been awesome. Like the creative freedom that we have there and, and the, the they challenge us too. So it's not just like you're the good guy, you're a bad guy, go out and wrestle. It's your character does this, your character does this, you know, like – Jonathan Gresham isn't known for like a hardcore match or a fight without honor match. He's a pure, pure rules guy, but you know, at some point in time, he's going to have to switch over to do a match or two like that. Myself, I'm a brawler. I'm a, a big fighter, but at some point in time, I'm going to have to learn how to do that peer style. Cause I'm going to do a peer match. You know, I, I wanted a, to challenge myself and B fans don't expect that. Right. And that's, what's cool about ring of honor. You know, you never know who's going to do what and what division and we're all challenged creatively. And I love it. Uh, we're on the line with the Beer City Bruiser at 
uh, BCB Winchester and uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Beer City Bruiser. You want to buy a T-shirt. Sale starts tomorrow. Free shipping. So grab your Beer City Bruiser uh, T-shirts. Maybe you throw a Shining Wizards T-shirt in there. Just throw that out there. Maybe. But support (laughs) the Beer City Bruiser. He's doing great things. Um, When you are in the bubble, and I ask this to everyone from Ring of Honor that we talk to, do you know who's in the room next to you, or can you just figure that out by, like, whatever room service is out in the hall or who's banging on the walls or who's screaming at their video games. I I haven't figured it out yet. I figured out this last time I figured out who was on my floor. <laughs> and that was because uh, Malonis drives up. So he drives from New Hampshire to Baltimore. So I always give him my beer order or I used to <laughs> before he, we got to the bubble. And I found out Bobby Cruz does the same thing. So I knew Bobby Cruz was on my floor last time and I knew cheeseburger was on my floor last time. Cause we checked in at the same time. So as far as who's next to me in what room, usually you don't figure it out till like the last day, if at all, like I, I'm, I'm hoping like, cause we got adjoining rooms and like, you want to open that door to find out who it is, but you don't <laughs> want to break the rules. Cause you don't want to be that guy that breaks the rules and gets everything shut down, you know, but your curiosity is there. Do you have uh do you have your one one person in Ring of Honor that you haven't got a chance to step in the ring with yet? Uh I want to step in the ring with Roosh. Uh I think he's an amazing athlete. I love the hard hitting style. Uh I, I love when guys hit each other and the sweat flies everywhere. Uh he's on my list. Um I've been in the ring with him before, but I want to get in the ring with Shane Taylor again. Every time I'm in the ring with Shane Taylor, we just beat the crap out of each other and, and it's awesome. And he right now is on the way up. Like he's the thing right now. Um, so I'd love to, to wrestle with him. And then the last one that I want to wrestle is Tyler Bateman of the righteous. Um, I've seen Tyler when we used to do Indies, him and I used to do an Indian Oklahoma all the time. And then when he first got the ring of honor before he joined the righteous and stuff, you know, he was kind of like, Hey man, you know, how do you do this? You know, it's a different atmosphere. And uh, he's another guy, like, especially now that he's this twisted maniac psycho serial killer and the righteous, like, I would love to go to war with him in the ring, you know, like a fight without honor or a cage of death or something like that would be awesome. Yeah, he's a very interesting character and he's really starting to come into his own. He just did uh, New Japan Strong. He was the, the main event on that show. So that all those are excellent. I mean, I hate Roosh, so. Just because, <laughs> look, a lot of shenanigans, man. Brody King got screwed over at final battle, and I'm still hot about that, too. I hold a grudge, Beer City. I don't know if you... All right. It's, this is serious. This wrestling shit is serious business. All right? That, All right? That's your right as a fan to hold a grudge. But, again, Roosh did what he had to do to keep the title. I dusted off his... paid the most. He dusted off his crusty old father to help him, the son of a bitch. <laughs> Yes, so, he did. So, look, so if for, you're in there and you got to go against Roosh, you got to worry about three against one? Is like we well, got to get Brian on page with you. Then Brian, you got my back, bro. Bring them yeah, some beer and bottles. The size of three people, so technically it'd be my advantage because Brian's so big. Yeah, but does Brian have your back? Is the we got to talk to Brian? Where we got to get Brian? Yeah, you got to You got to feel like I, I haven't responded to him since the whole bottle incident. Oh, and uh, in fact, really? he just texted me now. That's a shame. Because uh, he he wants his whole thing is him and Bennett and Taven. They all broke in together and. All that happy, sappy stuff. And I told him, yeah, well, my car payment's due next week. Yeah, he doesn't know you what know? he's doing. Fuck that yeah, guy. and he's like, bro, you can pay your car payment. I'm like, I don't like having to choose which bill I have to pay. You know what I mean? Like, we're not traveling as much, so so we're not as tight. But still, you got to 
you know, I like to have electricity and heat and pay the mortgage and, and pay the, you know, I don't like to choose which one I want to not let my kids have, you know, Oh, sorry. Kids can't have a refrigerator this week, but it's hot in here. That's you, I like you, this. I you like mentioned, security. I love it. You mentioned uh, th- that your time on the Indies, have you been monitoring the state of independent wrestling through the pandemic? And if so, is are there any companies out there that, that that you're impressed by that have been able to keep working through this and if if the time came where where you'd be back on the indies i'm not saying you're not now but if you were to do indies like what what companies right now are are really standing out to you in terms of how they're running um i really haven't paid attention to the indies during the pandemic i I see a few here and there um just because you know being exclusive with ring of honor and stuff i'm more focused on that but i did tune into that 24-hour live stream but somebody told me that wasn't just gcw it was like a bunch of companies yep and you know it was was fun to watch it it's cool to see guys going out there and and trying to make a name for themselves and stuff um one guy that steps out and and he i really didn't notice until the peer tournament was tony deppen um you know seeing him in that peer tournament i became a fan of his so i've kind of just been watching his matches you know, in that two hour long Ironman match, like yeah. love it or love it or hate it. You got to give the guy credit because he was in the ring for two hours straight with no people there, you know, and that's, that's hard work, man. And he, he did a fairly good job. He didn't get injured, you know, and I know Ring of Honor is looking at signing him. So, but as far as companies to work for and stuff, like as of right now, I really don't know now, if I ever get leave Ring of Honor, then of course I'll start reaching out and find out who the big companies are and stuff like that. I know it used to be like evolve and, and, beyond and all of them but i know since the pandemic's been shut down that's all gone you know what i mean the only company i really hear about is gcw so yeah yeah we're on the line here with the beer city bruiser at bcb uh uh jesus christ winchester bcb winchester and if brian malonis doesn't want to get tag titles homeboy needs to get food on his table he's got to take care of his kids go over to his pro wrestling tea store pro wrestling tees.com slash beer city bruiser support the beer city bruiser until Brian gets his hat out of his ass or <laughs> uh, my man Beer City here, he's got the gold around his waist. Uh, most important question I know we're dying to ask, what's the beer of choice? I'm a big fan of uh, Yingling, um, I... but I'm, I live in the Midwest, so we don't get the Yingling here. Um, so anytime, there's another benefit of the bubble is I always bring home cases of Yingling with me. Yeah. I always make sure I have room in my overnight bag to uh, put a couple cases of Yingling to fly home with. How do you? Um, that's my beer, and that I, that's been my beer for a while. And it's funny because guys that are East Coast guys, you guys are always like, "Oh, that's like our normal." I've been drinking that in college, and that's our, you know, whatever beer. But to me, I know it's it's that hidden treat where I don't get it all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like yeah. I always want it. Yeah, that that's actually incredible. Because listen, I'm I'm a I'm an avid beer drinker. I, I yeah. don't know if you know that. Yeah. So, uh, but I drink like the light stuff. I'm drinking a little Bud Light ski right now. And uh, I drink it because it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, I can drink like, you know, a whole lot of these and still be okay <laughs> to go like all night. People, people that drink those like 7.5, like stouts and stuff like that. Like, I can't do that. I'll be asleep after one. I, I do that with dinner. You know, if I'm having <laughs> dinner and I don't want to slam beers or if I'm not pounding beers, which is rare, I'll do a stout, you know, or if it's after dinner and I just want like a sweet taste, I'll do something like that. Um but otherwise, it's it's Yingling, Yingling Light, or uh, Coors Light is, is my other go-to. And the reason I drink Coors Light is because I hate Bud Light. Oh, and when I lived God. in Missouri training with Harley, that's all that's down there. And Terry Funk once told me that while you're down in Missouri, you can drink Coors Light because it's made by Miller. 
which is a Milwaukee brand. Yeah, remember, I'm from Milwaukee. That's, so that's like a sin here. <laughs> you know, Miller runs all up here. So, so. did you did you know that uh, – have you ever heard of Keystone Light? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was the stuff when you didn't have a lot of money you could buy. Did drink. you know I, that you will never find one can of Keystone Light without a dent in it? Because, really? No, I didn't know because, because Keystone Light cans are the Coors Light cans that they don't use for Coors Light because they have a dent in it. So they use it for Keystone Light. So next time, if you ever find a can of Keystone Light, look at it. I guarantee you there will be a dent in that Keystone Light. Well, I'm going to the, I'm going to the beer store tomorrow, so I'm going to check that out. That's good information. That's, I like that. Oh my God. He's going to find one that's like pristine and I'm going <laughs> to, and I'm going gonna... <laughs> to take a picture and tag you guys in it. Like, <laughs> these, to me. these lying motherfuckers. <laughs> what am I going to do I'm with all these? Sure. That's true. He's going to, I drank a case of Keystone light before 12 o'clock because shining wizards. Kevin said they'd have a dent in them and they fucking don't. So I got to get rid of them. <laughs> I, I like how you were like a hundred percent sure until I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the beer store tomorrow and look. You're like, wait a minute, hold on a second. I don't know if that's what you don't do it. If you're gonna tell a lie or a story, stick to it. Yeah, nope. Dude, own it. Nope. I, my my calves are strong. I backpedal off of everything I say. <laughs> I don't care. I got I'm 37. I got no shame anymore, my friend. <laughs> Is the Beer City Bruiser putting up Andre the Giant-like numbers when he sits down to crush beers? I wish. Man, so <laughs> I wish I could do that, but I, I am putting a lot down. Um, uh, there's times where I'll, my wife will look at me and go, he drank all that by yourself? And I'll be like, I guess. Um, I do want – so when we did the, the Seattle shows, so that, that's almost a cross-country flight, I tried to do that Wade Boggs thing that, that's on uh, <laughs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? Like Southwest gave me a bunch of drink things. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try the Wade Boggs thing. Like, I don't know if it's true or fake, but I want to try it. And man, I I got off, I got into the wrong like Uber to go to the wrong hotel. <laughs> I was so drunk, <laughs> and I had to call Malonis, and he ordered me an Uber to get to the hotel. Yeah, it was crazy. God, so how- you have a you have a great boss, so you're able to tell these stories and have no <laughs> no repercussions whatsoever. <laughs> If like if I told the story like you just told, I'd be fired tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't have to wrestle that night, so it's okay. How you know? So how many did you get in on the flight? Uh, I stopped at twenty four. No, twenty five is when that's when she stopped. That's when the stewardess stopped me, and I still had an hour left of the flight, so I could have gotten more. That's the best. Were you marking you. them on your shirt like in the in Always Sunny? <laughs> no, I wish I would have. And I was trying to keep the cans too, but you know they don't let you. So. <laughs> <laughs> What would what would you have done with the cans? Just to keep count, and then oh. they can clean it up later. But I yeah, just you know, somebody oh. else clean it up. The best interview we've ever done. Oh, fair <laughs> enough, uh, Bruiser. It's been a pleasure. We don't want to take up uh, any more of your time this evening. I know. Uh, I know this was a kind of like a last minute grab, but uh, I like the new attitude. I hope Brian gets on board with you uh, because I think you guys are a great tag team. And uh, I want you to pay your bills. I don't want your kids to be cold. I don't want you to be. <laughs> I don't want you to have to get in Ubers because clearly it's not working out. We're going to the wrong Uber, wrong hotels. Yep. Um, BCP BCB Winchester on Twitter. Follow him. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Beer City Bruiser. Uh, ROH Wrestling.com. Become an Honor Club member. I am 
Uh, I know they do an awesome watch along every Monday night. It just so happens to be the same time as this show. So maybe <laughs> maybe you guys want to do that a different night. Um, before I let you go, Ian, Ian Riccoboni, Caprice Coleman. Are they like the best commentary team that people are not talking about? They are. They are like I don't. I'm not bullshit when I say that online. Um, when I do my matches, I have Ian in my head, you know, um, calling stuff, and, and they're they're great. And the way they've just come along, you know, I I always equate them to a gorilla and a Bobby. You know, like they're just they they have that good chemistry. Yeah. They know what they're talking about. They get the guys in the ring over. They get the stories over. Ian is a research maniac. Like he will research nonstop to make these references on, on TV and stuff like, Hey, what do you call this move? Where'd you learn this move? You know, or he'll come up to hey, give me a Harley story. If you're going to do something, your match about Harley, you know, and it's, they're the best. Like, I'm not saying that just because I work for the company or no. anything, even if I didn't, they are the best. They, they paint a picture when you're watching it and, and they're just, they're awesome, man. I couldn't, I honestly could not agree more. Ian Riccoboni is probably one of the most hardworking, intelligent, and he's intelligent the way he does his research too, like you said. Yeah. Like he's super intelligent. He knows a lot about a lot. Well, he and, does. And, uh, and that's no slight to, I mean, Caprice is just Caprice, man. Caprice is, has always been such a solid all-around person no matter what he did, no matter what he yeah. does. He's just good at it. And he's still active in ring. So if you exactly. have a guy to come in, he can still do that. Like he just, I remember when they, uh, cause I traveled with Caprice. He was in our car all the time. I'm actually really good friends with him. And when they were transferring over him between in ring to commentary, you know, he took that as a challenge and he was worried, you know, cause he'd never done it before. And, and like anybody, you're okay. Well, I don't want to suck, you know? And to this day, like the last bubble, I, I said, man, you've come a long way in the last two or three years you've been doing this. And, and, you know, he's another guy just works hard at what he does, yeah. you know? Yeah. Pre, if pre us, wait, if you need us to get in touch with uh, Brian, we can help you out. But I mean, I don't, know <laughs> if you need, I don't know if you need him to do that reaching out on his own, but we offer our services. If we can get you guys together, because like Matt said, we love we love the bouncers. He he's just got to get on, you know, like uh, do what it takes to win. You know, that's that's my that's my attitude. Now you do what it takes to win doesn't matter who I'm in the ring with. If I'm, if I'm friends with somebody, when I get in the ring and that bell rings, I'm not your friend anymore. You know, uh, if the fans want to hate me because of that, then hate me. If they want to like me, then I don't care. I don't care. My, nobody's opinion matters, but my own, you know, and I, you know, I've been telling Brian this for years. Like we need this extra attitude to get ahead. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And like I said, I just, I saw the number one guy in the company and broke a beer bottle over his head, <laughs> you know? So, Made a statement. That's where I'm at. Whatever. Love me or hate me. That's where I'm at. Beautiful. Well, I am going to say love. (laughs) Uh, After this interview, an excellent, excellent chat. We didn't even get to dive into the Harley stuff um, because I think that's super fascinating that that he was your trainer because he's a fucking legend. And, uh, yep. you know, I know the undertaker caught a lot of shit the other last week for saying a man's man, but Harley race is legit a fucking man's man. And when you hear wrestling stories, people think they're embellished, but I don't think any story about Harley race has ever been, uh, embellished, exaggerated. He is a fucking man's man. Uh, we'd love yeah, to get I've you back through, on. I've lived through a lot of Harley stories that should be embellished. And I've, I've had times where I've sat in the car afterwards. And went, wow. That really happened. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he was 60 some years old when I was down there, you know, he still could fight a bar. So amazing. We'd love to get you back on beer city, especially when you get like, uh, I don't know how much a ring of honor world, you know, what a title weighs. I don't want to say 10 pounds of gold. Cause then this fucking hump over here will be like, Oh, it's the NWS Charlotte. Sweet Charlotte. (laughs) So, uh, whatever, don't put your head in your hands. All right. Yeah. You talk like you you sound like you know everything, but you don't know yeah. shit. And then you I don't. That's why I didn't want to say ten pounds of All gold. Right. All right, girls, let's let Beer City oh, Bruiser go before now. you start really? fighting each other. When when Beer City's got that thirteen pounds of gold, I don't know. I just assume it weighs when more. But he's got the belt. Why can't you just say the belt? Can we say belt on this show? Why we could say whatever we want. Yes. When the Beer City's got the belt made out of Keystone. When he's got all the belts and it's all made out of Keystone lights. And they got all dense I'm in them. I'm looking that up. I'm, I'm, lo- I'm going. I'm going to call you go, out. Go right. Google it. If you I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it with Kevin, we can hook you up with that, too. So if you want to call him I'll out. Tweet, I'll tweet at you just so you don't forget. I'll tweet at you so you have so you can respond. Sounds good. <laughs> Mr. Beer City, anything before we let you go you want to tell? Uh, I don't Not the. You don't care, so whatever. Uh, right? You don't give a shit. You just fuck you. You know. No. Go fuck Like I said, cancel culture wants to cancel me because I broke a beer over the trend's head. Go ahead, cancel me. I don't care. And buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. Yeah, buy buy a shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Beer City Bruiser. Mr. Bruiser, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night. Have some cheese curds and a beer and uh, for us. I will. Later, guys. See you. Awesome. Have a great Thank night. Thank you, brother. I don't know what that means. Have a be- what the fuck kind of words are coming cheese out of my mouth? Have a cheese and you can have a cheese Mr. curd, Mr. Beer City, <laughs> Mr. Bruiser. Like, holy shit, lots of yes. stuff in that part tonight. Tony, Tony, have you ever said to anyone? I don't know if that's part of his gimmick or not, but I don't think it is. Please. Have some cheese curds, not only for yourself, <laughs> but for oh, us as me. well. Yeah. Because you know what, we would love to have some cheese curds. I mean, he's from Milwaukee. They're bi- <laughs> fucking cheese curds are huge in Wisconsin. Do you know what cheese curds are, Matt? Yeah, they're delightful. Is what they are. Yeah, they're very good. I love me some cheese curds. A lot of people don't realize that, like when Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet, she was eating curds and whey, and the curds are the cheese curds. She was eating the Kurdish refugees because she was hungry. Curd, <laughs> okay. what? Kurdish refugees. The Kurds Kurds were always on the news. The Kurdish refugees. I remember that from like when I was a kid. Sorry. Uh, Do you want? I I I also accused you guys of being little girls while you were arguing while we still had the producer on the line. So I apologize for that as well. Hysterical when you were like, "My calves are well developed from backpedaling." I, I stole that. I stole that. Oh, don't tell me you stole it. Oh yeah, I stole it. Say it's yours. No, Would you steal it from Burke? Fuck that no. guy. K-Show. I steal all my good stuff from the K-Show. And we're going to talk about Kevin called in the Michael K-Show. We still need to talk about the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, there's news. There's notes. Jay White's back. Me and Tony watched MLW for some unfucking godly reason. And I got a list. Kevin's got a list. AEW, Impact. We got so much. We're, this is like every Monday night. Good thing. Hopefully Matt's wife doesn't want to fucking kill him this week. Listen, who, listen, we can't go anywhere. Like, like, we literally, like, our doors are blocked in by snow. That's so we true. can't leave. So let's do it, baby. And my wife wants to kill me every day. It's just my not, wife. Not every week. I'll tell so, you about the, the raffles I lost, too. I'll tell you Kevin about everything. lost some raffles. We got a lot to talk about. That's it. 
So we're gonna take a break, and then when we come back. We're gonna do more wrestling talk. Uh, what do we? Uh, what do we say? Back after this. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support The Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to amazon.shiningwizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Journey is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. Horns up. This is Rock from Radioactive Metal. Join Snowy, Kareem, Aaron, and myself right here on the Shining Wizards Network every Friday for your weekly metal fix. We talk to all your favorite artists, cover all the latest metal news, cover all the latest releases, and feature brand new unsigned bands. So sit back, grab a beer, download the latest episode, and always remember, it's not metal unless it's radioactive metal. Update your commercial. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The mother, same mother and father. Your room was... We shared the room. Shared a room. We right. shared the room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go maybe. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. And we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The... Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, no, yeah, well... 
What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW. And if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, hey, hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Absolutely, mate. Take it easy. You think you know me? Let it be, let it be, then it's Billy's coming to life on this day. And my broken neck I won the Royal Rumble last night <laughs> We're going to take this time to thank those that support us over at our Patreon Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast For as little as $1 a month $1 $1 a month You can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast If you can afford $3 a month I think that's the, the best value out there To be perfectly honest with you Um if you could afford a little extra, $10 a month, you get a box of wizardry every three months we send you one, and it's full of, I just got a shitload of stuff in from uh, Violent Miracle. If you follow them, violentmiracle.com, they do like all like Japanese stuff from like the 80s and 90s. The Extreme Collector, I got stickers, pins, ECW stuff. Uh, IVP videos, I got a ton of shit. Uh, t-shirts from Impact, ton. I got tons of stuff to give away. Uh, and it's all for you, the Patreons. So go over to patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. $3 a month gets you a shout-out on the show and our two uh, profile pieces. We do a show and we do a single wrestler. Uh, the month of January, we did the Wrestling Classic and Louis Spicoli. We're working on February. Um, sell, and we have, sell them what we got. We got, uh, I think we're doing Shelton Benjamin and uh, the ECW pay-per-view... I don't have anarchy this, rules. Let me, I got it right here. Hold on. Guilty is charged 1999. So those are our bonus shows in February. So for $3 a month, you can get those. We haven't recorded them yet. So if you need to wait till like next Friday, to get your paycheck, put a $3 towards the shining wizard Patreon. It's all good. They're coming. The Shelton Benjamin one is deep, deep, big Shelton Benjamin guy. Uh, so at this time, let's thank those that support us over at our Patreon. Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Not to be outdone by the king, Mr. Manny Carazzo over there in Austria. Uh, Danny Rusinello, Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP. Ryan Arthur over there at Elementary.com. Elementary Brewery, a local brewery here in Jersey, Hackensack, New Jersey. Check them out. Support your local breweries. Uh, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo. Brett Simonello. Are you here? What do you say? Uh, Catherine Hensler over at OnDeckIC.com. Catherine is doing great things. You want to check her out? Follow her uh, at OnDeckIC on the Twitter machine. And she's part of the Wednesday night show, uh, the AEW Dynamite Post Show. And and, uh, she does What's Good with Kevin Gill. So if you're looking for a fun wrestling podcast, it's about 45 minutes uh, long, and they talk about the good that is the independent wrestling world. Matt Garifo, no relationship to the KJG. Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday. Thank you. Kenny Hossey, 
He's the Yoshi expert in our Shining Wizards Discord, uh, full of knowledge and um, goodness. So give, uh, yeah, goodness. Check him out. I don't know. I didn't want to. <laughs> I don't have anything bad to say about Scotch Drinks more. He's a good guy. I enjoy conversing with him in our Discord. And if you want to join our Discord, check out uh, the link. It's on our Twitter at Wizards Podcast. It's free. Chat us up. Have a good time. Uh, Jay Cop, big cop, a pump from the Turnbuckle pump Throwbacks. Day. The only one that actually means anything to any of us here at the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, he's over there. He's crushing DDP yoga. He's doing stand and split. He's a fucking maniac. And he's a good guy. Supports the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Michael Hammond, David Henry Bauer III, his pal Tony Horseman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. Matthew Birch. The yeah. true Prince of Pro. Follow him on Twitter. He's a wealth of wrestling knowledge. TJ Vegas. The LeBron James of Mattel Elite Figure Collecting. The Bergman. And, guys, we have a new Patreon. Ryan S. I don't know what the S stands for. Ryan Superman. Ryan Schlong. Ryan Spoon. I don't know. But Ryan support. S. He's a Patreon. For support. I don't know what his last name is. He wants to be anonymous. Ooh. But he's in the Discord, too. He's chatting it up. People love him. Ant Money loves him. Uh, Kate hates him. So that's even more of a or, reason to love him. Or Matt. Uh-oh. Does he want to be synonymous? Ryan Synonymous. Look out there. And last but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be... In William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? That was a dramatic reading. Of course it was. Always dramatic. The high dramas. Always do it. Matt's getting texted right now. We're ending the show at 842. (laughs) No, we're good. We're good. No, the Royal Rumble ended on my TV. I'm going to put something else on. And you're going to do a Manscaped read. It was it was Jazzy who followed him on Twitter and sent him a, di- a direct message, and then he got and then he'll get furious about it. Ugh. <laughs> Let's guess what Matt's reading. It, it's uh, who's the message from, Kev? Who do you think it's from? Uh, let's what are you guys talking about? It's well, from... try to guess what you're doing. Shut up and do what you're doing. I'm gonna put a fucking WCW pay per view on the TV. You dickwads. Is that Sting? You know what? Bash at the Beach '95 is going on the TV. Sting. Bash at the Beach 95. All right, so that's not Hogan's debut, and it's not the NWO one. So what the fuck was Bash at the Beach 95? Was it with Hogan? Was Hogan with Shaq on that one? It's Hogan and Vader. Yeah, with oh, and Rick Flair. And, and I think Hulk it's also Rick Flair Savage, I think, too, right? Or no? With Angelo Hogan Poffo. knows Powerbomb and sent Vader to WWE, where Shawn Michaels cried about him. And he called himself a big fat piece of shit. No, maybe it's not. All right. Well, while Kevin ponders this, let's talk about something, gentlemen. Valentine's Day is upon us. Make sure you're ready for whenever the night, uh, wherever, excuse me, the night may take you. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day. If you want to go balls deep. Oh. On Valentine's Day, right? You give her the roses. Maybe you take her to some weird, like, 
dinner and like a pod. I don't know what the fuck's going. I haven't gone out to eat since this whole fucking pandemic started. But whatever. If you're going to go sit in an igloo, sit in the fucking cold like a fucking idiot, do that. Right. But when you do that, make sure your balls. They're clean because you know what? You're going to go try and stick those shits deep. Wait, stick the balls deep? Go balls, balls deep, deep, baby. Balls deep. That's not what that means. No, balls but you, deep. You don't, you don't put your balls in when no, you're going balls deep. But you don't want no. Your your look. Don't you, Tony? Don't you? No. They got to be clean though, right? You know what you hear when your balls deep? <sighs> Matt, go ahead. And you know why it sounds like that? Because you used your manscaped lawnmower 3.0, and them shits are like a like like. <laughs> the the smoothest it's like uh, it's like the perfect milk dud right smooth round delicious yes your balls are delicious your balls are duds people your balls are well duds. some people some people milk have tiny duds. balls all right delicious duds but duds nonetheless two million men already trust manscaped products to groom make sure you're one of them dicky zicky dice Dickie's ice, baby. Zicky, Zicky dice. He's Dickie on board. Rohit. He's, he's no dud. He's no milk dud. Oh, right? Man. Can't take the heat. Can't take the Rohit. I don't. I just butchered Kevin's joke. Rohit. Rohit loves the manscape. All right. These are professional wrestlers. That Lance shave Archer. their. They shave their bodies. Fucking Lance Archer. Wrong show. Dip dip shits. But he shaves his balls. But it's still like a wizard podcast vehicle. Yeah, but we don't want to push that promotion code. We want to push our promotion code. Push my balls deep. We should only be pushing our promotion code. On this show, yes. Your girl can't think of what to get you this year. Tell her the gift for both of you is manscaped.com. I just got more body wash. I just got foot dusters. I'm fucking loving life. Wait, how am I not getting any of this stuff? What's going on here? No, I like paid for it, Kevin. I went uh, on the website, right? Because I support manscaped.com and the products that they sent us. They sent us these wonderful products. I love them and use them so much that I had to go get more. The body wash is awesome. It's replaced my love body it. wash and my shampoo in the love shower. It. And I smell great. I've been doing this yoga. My feet stank. I go downstairs, I get in my chair, I fucking hit the foot duster after the shower, I air them things out. My mother-in-law came in the room the other day, she said, oh, what's that great smell? I said, that's my feet. It's my dick. No, I did not. No, no. <sighs> you, don't, you can't say that to your mother-in-law, Tony. I don't know what goes on it in was your- It duds. <laughs> I don't know what goes on in your household. Hey, Ma, it's my duds. You smell them shits? But it was my feet, and I was like, foot duster, manscaped.com. Check it out. If you use the code word wizards, you're going to save 20% and you're going to get free shipping. And if you've listened to any of this show, you know, free shipping is huge. Pro Wrestling Tees doing a sale. Uh, free shipping. Home run. ProWrestlingTees.com slash uh, Shining Wizards. Matt, I have a question for you. Oh, shoot, Kev. Fuck. Are you ready for some football? Um, yeah, I guess so. I'm ready. I'm ready for the Super Bowl. Well, Matt, the biggest game of the year before Valentine's Day gets here, the biggest game of the year is this Sunday, February seventh, in Tampa, and it's time. Oh, boys, if you're if you weren't if Valentine's Day wasn't a big enough motive, get your balls feeling super with Manscaped.com. 
And you're bet you're ready to join the two million people who trust Manscaped. That's right, two million people love Manscaped just as much as we do. So you know, ain't you know that ain't no jive turkey talking. That is some real deal stuff. Tony Gronkowski loves it. The Gronk man, Tony. His name's not Tony, is it? Yeah, it is. Uh, his name is Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. Tony Gronkowski. Baby. Tony, we'll, we'll go with it. Tony ain't no baloney Gronkowski. Loves the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. So listen, I know we're so we're supposed to be social distanced. I know we're supposed to be apart, but just in case you have a few people over for the Super Bowl or the big game party, you want to shave your balls. And because Gronk loves it, and because that ceramic blade is so skin safe, you can do it. Right before the Super Bowl, and if you want to wait 90 minutes, go ahead, because it's a 90-minute battery. So believe me when I tell you that this Super Bowl will enjoy your Super Bowls because of the ball trimmers, because of the crop preserver, anti-chafing ball deodorant, all of it. It's all good for you while you watch Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady duel it out for the Lombardi Trophy. That's right. Are gonna be. That's right. And if you want, if you want to put your balls in our court, go ahead, do it. If you want to put your balls in our field, that's fine too. Put them in my mouth. I don't give a fuck. Use that's manscaped. that's that's creepy, Tony. Make sure them shits are clean though. Twenty percent free shipping. Come on. What we're thing? gonna do? What we're gonna do is we're gonna have a coin flip. Heads or tails? We all win with my that. head. Your tails. Our Man. balls. Manscaped.com. Hashtag Manscaped. Super Bowl. Be sure to use the code Wizards at checkout. Save twenty percent. <laughs> How'd you guys um, like that? I loved it. Fantastic. <laughs> do, uh, Tony, Kevin, do we announce our winner for our January Manscaped uh, whatever bullshit we did? Yes, sure. The Kenny Omega figure. Yes, the figure. How you all figure? Right. I figure that we had a bunch of entrants. It was fantastic. Right. We put all their names into Ooh. a bag. Uh, a bag. A hairless hat. bag. Yeah, a hat. I put them all in a hat. We fucking did the, the popcorn thing. Da, 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 da. Pulled it out. Winner of the January Manscaped giveaway. The Bergman. I butchered his name last time I read it during the Patreon. So I'm just, he know, he's the Bergman. He knows who he is. I have his mailing information. Uh, once I can get to the post office, I will put out uh, that package with the Kenny Omega and all the free stuff from Manscaped. Uh, plus, I think, Tony, I think he gets a box this month, too. So I'm going to be a cheap as fuck and just put it all in one thing and get That's it out smart. there. It's not cheap. Yeah, if it's all going to the same place, who cares? All right, I'm going to be smart as fuck. Put it all in one box. We're going to send it out to you, Bergman. Thank you guys for participating. Right. Continue to use the code word wizards. If you've used it once, you can use it again. It does not expire. <laughs> Never. Never. Never, ever, ever sing a song about the Sibby. Um... Before the Beer City Bruiser joined us, and thank you, be sure to follow him at BCB Winchester on the Twitter machine. Uh, he's a good follow. And uh, looks like he's got a brand new attitude in Ring of Honor. Uh, we were talking Royal Rumble. Let's get down to it. Men's Royal Rumble. Edge comes out on top. He enters at one. He wins. He goes the distance. He's only the third man to do it. Michaels did it. Uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. did it. And now Edge enters at one. Goes well. to what did did you do that for my purposes? That Chris Benoit also did it. 
I didn't know if that's still recognized by the by the corporation. So, oh well, you know, corporate Kevin doesn't really appreciate it, but he acknowledges it. Okay, so the fourth man in the history of the Royal Rumble to do it was Edge. Um, I kind of wish they didn't announce him as being in the Rumble because we hadn't heard from Edge right he, for a while since that the greatest wrestling match ever. Yeah, well, he had a big time promo last week or the week before on I Raw. It, I thought was it? I thought it was last week. You, you might be right. It was, it was probably last week. And he said that the one thing that eluded him or something like that, yada yada yada, coming back and yeah. So and and someone brought this to my attention before. Some uh, a friend of mine from Tampa uh, or from Orlando, I where she's from. She mentioned that they announced a lot of stuff for this rumble. Basically, everything short of the winner. Like there was a lot of like stuff that they normally don't do, and they announced for the rumble. So I don't know. Like Ed, like like Matt, like you said, like Edge could have been a surprise, but he was a surprise last year. So like, with the maybe the hype is like we're going to Peacock, we're doing this whole thing, or changing our our strategy. So let's just get the big names announced out there. So. This uh, maybe maybe that was part of it. I don't know. Is that Tony? This wasn't Edge's first Rumble win. He won in 2010. Yeah, but he didn't go to the distance. He didn't enter at one and go. And he, that's when he was a surprise entrant. So Edge has had two surprise entries. He came back and eliminated Jericho in 2010. Two for three on the surprise entries. Well, he wasn't a surprise this time. No, no he wasn't. But he was a surprise last year, and he was a surprise in 2010. Yes. Uh, did you like the surprises they gave us for the men's Royal Rumble? I think we got uh, Christian came back, which was cool. That was fucking awesome. God, uh, that moment the... where the two of them shared a hug—that was fucking good shit. So, so now let me ask you this, guys. Now, if Christian continues to appear on TV, will you be upset by this? No, not at all. Christian's in great shape, and he can still go. Is this like um, we're looking to do the feud that? didn't happen in 2010 when edge had to retire what edge against christian yeah like we i don't think we ever got their feud for a sing a major singles title well i don't know no because christian was never christian wasn't a main event guy until edge retired so there was no really there's no real plan for i mean christian had a great career prior but christian won his first world title because edge retired not because edge retired but it was a whole play on that. Right, but was... You're not talking about the illustrious WWE CW Championship, because that's a recognized world you title. You motherfucker. Goddamn, Tony. You motherfucker, I swear to God. That's a huge... That's actually... You know what? Forget forget his return. Forget his world title win in a ladder match against Alberto Del Rio. You're right, Tony. He was a main eventer in uh, holding the most illustrious championship in the world, the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. You're right. You're right. I mean, when you're right, you're right, Tony. I'm sorry. I mean, Matt could sit back and, and lay back all he wants, but it's true. I do my research. That's right. Now, who did he beat for that championship, Tony? Do you know? I know he lost to the last guy to hold it. What was his name? Ezekiel uh, Jackson. No, he was a lot. Yeah, Ezekiel Jackson. It was, it was Big Zeke. Okay. Um, but he. I don't know if he beat Christian, though. Did he beat Christian for it? No, Christian didn't beat Christian for it. Mark Henry? Did he beat Mark Henry? Did he beat Tommy Dreamer? Oh, that's a, you know what? I'll do. I'll look. Let's it up find out. Quick. Let's do it. I'm doing it right now, Matt. Oh, please, please, by all Matt. means, let's look up the lineage of the most <laughs> bullshit 
<laughs> championship that's ever been around outside of the FTW championship. Go ahead. Look it up. Oh, Enlighten me. When the last me. person to hold the ECW title is Ezekiel Jackson. I th- Kevin, you were right. He won the title from Tommy Dreamer at Night of Champions. Oh, and that was June seventh. He lose to it. To, to, it was June seventh, two thousand. No, it was July twenty sixth, two thousand nine. So he technically won a world championship before Edge retired. That's a very good point. Tom. And he lost to Big Zeke at the final ECW episode in Kansas City, Missouri, God. an Extreme Rules match. And Ezekiel Jackson was the last final and quickest ECW champion ever because he did. Ah, was... Tony, such, such a historic day in the history of pro wrestling. Fucking a, dude. And that's coming up. Maybe we should celebrate that for the month. You know what, you two motherfuckers, all right? I send the emails, I send text messages. What do you want to cover? We get I get back these fucking cockamamie answers, right? If you're such big fucking ECW WWE Mm. bullshit marks, why don't you throw some fucking ECW WWE legend on that list? Because it wouldn't be much of a fucking show, would it? No, it'd be me pissing and moaning about Mm. Ezekiel just Ezekiel Jackson. How fucking dare you? Big Zeke. Big Zeke, man. Big Zeke. Look, how about I take a big dump on Big Zeke? Hey, like them apples. I'd like to see you try. That wouldn't be very nice. Oh, what's the matter with you? (laughs) Yeah. So, yes, Christian is back. Christian is back. Kevin, I will also correct you. Christian won the NWA World Championship twice while in TNA before Edge retired. So, he is a multi time world champion. So, Tony, do you remember? Which ECW legend Christian interrupted on his return to WWE for the first time since leaving TNA? Was it Jack Swagger? Tony, it was ECW legend Jack Swagger. What can I ask us? What happens if I just quit? Wait, what? what? This fucking bullshit show. <laughs> How dare we had a great interview. The problem with this right now is there's video, and you can see me kind of smiling. How We just had a great interview with the Beer City Bruiser, Mr. Bruiser Beer City, and now now we're trying to talk about the Royal Rumble, and you two fuckos want to talk about fucking WWE CW? Are you fucking shitting me? It's a por- it's important part of the lineage of professional No, it's wrestling. not. We're talking about the return of a multi-time world champion throughout various promotions. Come on, right. dude. No. No. This is what the people want, Matt. This is not what the people want. Sometimes you got to give the people what they want. It may not be what you want, but, you know, hey, we got to pay the bills around here. That's right. People want to hear about WWE CW. No one's ever requested to hear about WWE CW in the history of time. Tony Gronkowski wants to know. Yeah, Tony Gronkowski actually beat Zeke Jackson for the title. That's right. Very good point, Tony. Very good point. All right, let's talk about this men's Royal (laughs) Rumble. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. it pisses me off that Randy Orton did the fucking disappear for 45 minutes angle. I hate that shit. I hate that shit so bad. Do and you he was coming back and it was like, really, are they going to do this? I fucking hate that. But do you hate it as much when the guy who, who does it doesn't win? Or does it just still bother you no matter what? It sticks in my craw, you know? Like, it was kind of like, really? They're going to fucking do this? Like, it bugged me. It bugged me. It yeah, didn't get me out of it because I. it's like, uh, I, I I will be fair to them because this is actually the first one that I didn't realize he was still in it, to be honest with you. Like, wow, I actually for, really? Uh, yeah, I actually forgot that he was still in it. Matt, did you get that vibe or did you know he was in it the, the entire time? Oh, because I, I didn't watch it till today, I knew... 
I knew what happened. Okay. And uh, our Discord was on fire last night. Yep, we uh, sure it were. Was aw- it was fucking awesome. So I kind of went back last night and was uh, was reading up on it. So I kind of had an idea of what happened. But uh, I don't think they were... I don't think they tried to purposely like make you forget about it. It's just kind of one of those things where he leaves. Oh, no. They, they showed us everything. They showed him being walked to the back. They showed him getting worked on in the back. I'm like, he's definitely coming back. They yeah. don't do this if somebody's hurt and they're fucking want you to forget about him. And this and this is old hat because they like, didn't like Roman. Like, didn't Roman get like kind of like wheeled off on a stretcher or like walk off on a stretcher in a Royal no, Rumble Roman in the past? Was, Roman was sleepy time for like 25 minutes during one of the old Rumbles. Oh, no, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he he got wheeled off on a stretcher but refused to go on the stretcher and then walked back and then ended up coming back i think it was a beat up by god what was that stable with uh wade barrett and rusev and oh the league of nations league of nations Nations. yes yeah so like he got taken out by mcmahon and them and then still came back and i don't remember if he won that one or not which is actually pretty embarrassing some of royal rumble mark but that wasn't the one where he was defending but, uh, the title, was it? I didn't. I honestly didn't. Even, I forgot that Randy Orton was in this match. What's that? Ah, uh, yes, it was. It was no. Triple H won that one. Yeah, I Triple think. H won that and one and became the world champion. You're right, Tony. Yeah, uh, but Un- unbelievable. Orton, this one I I totally forgot, and maybe it was because Christian came back, and I was excited for that, and and so many other things happened in this Rumble that it just kind. Of, I totally forgot Orton was still in it. Totally forgot. Matt, anything about this match? Yeah, I, I'm just, I don't know. I see, I don't know. I'm just not. I think Dominic I, Mysterio made his debut. Great. God, I still forget that he's an actual wrestler and not just a part of a gimmick. He's like a real roster guy. Fuck, what was the big surprise elimination? I can't remember what the fuck it was. Uh, was it, it was one where somebody pulled down the ropes and somebody fell over, and I was like, I that hate that spot. Awesome. Was that that was the Lana Nia Jack spot? Oh, that was that one. Never and then mind. they made it seem like fucking Lana, like she was like world beater. She fucking climbed to the top of the mountain. She fucking pulled the rope down. Fuck out of here with that nonsense. I think you know uh, Go Kane got eliminated by. Matt, you're right. I hate that spot, Matt. Kane got eliminated uh-huh. by Damian Priest. I think that was it. Yes. And you know what was cool? Damian Priest eliminates Kane, and he's standing there, and fucking Matt Riddle like kicked him in the chops, and it was so loud. It was so fucking great. Didn't even give him a chance to celebrate. Matt Riddle impressed the shit out of me in this match because he always just seemed to fucking walk up on somebody and just start kicking the shit out of him. It was like he made it feel realistic. Like he wasn't trying to just wander around. Like he was actually looking to beat the shit out of people. Unlike the other guys who just fucking flop on the floor as usual. That they did that a lot in this match. And that's that's why I didn't like this match as much as the women's match. Way too much shit. I did like the almost spots with uh with AJ and then almost pulled out fucking Big E. And then when Strowman went to throw AJ out, he saw almost there, so he fucking threw him out on the other side of the ring, like a big fuck you to him. That was cool shit. What yeah. was the uh what was the bad bunny thing? Oh, uh, Miz and I was Morrison. just going to ask you about this, Matt. So Miz and Morrison were doing, like, uh, looking out, and all of a sudden Bad Bunny came out, and they were trying to get him in the ring. Who eliminated Miz and Morrison, Kev? Who gave him the fucking double clothesline to send them out? It wasn't Strowman, uh, was it? Maybe it was. So it, anyway, was uh, it was Damian Priest. Shit. 
Oh, Damian Priest. Big fucking elimination. So then, yeah, Bad Bunny jumped on them while they were after they got eliminated. So Huzzah. this is something that I kind of wanted. I wanted to do because like I have a friend who's like she's like the legit biggest Bad Bunny fan of all time. And her take on this was like she loved it. She absolutely she's not a re- she's not a wrestling fan, but she loves and Bad Bunny's a big star. We kind of talked about it like last week. Yeah, I don't know like, who the fuck he is. Listen, it's not the worst crossbody I've ever seen. No, it was fine. <laughs> no, Look, it's bad. no he's no Snoop Dogg jumping off the top ropes. Yikes. But, and so <laughs> So like I think like Miz like destroyed his sound system or whatever. So then Bad Bunny came yes, out. Yes, that's and, what he did. Because he had the briefcase. Miz still has the briefcase. Yeah. So he smashed his like DJ equipment. God, I would love to call like this this person and, and have her join us to talk about Bad Bunny. Maybe I would I would prefer not. Um yes. no, of course, but I'm telling you she's would be funny as hell anyway. for who um but edge winning i'm like eh, whatever it's who just else a, i don't who know else? give me three people you would you would have seen better winning aj styles seth rollins braun Strowman, and yeah. i'll and i can give two more biggie daniel bryan so everybody in this match could have won no it's, it's like not the it's not the 1992 royal Rumble. you picked fucking daniel bryan like me you dickhead so I thought he could have won. So did I. So what do you like? I don't know. Wait, I AJ Styles. Like you're just not going to shoehorn one of them into the title picture. What? Look, someone someone brought up like, oh, it, like Edge can put over younger talent. Edge has been in four matches since he returned: two Royal Rumble matches and two matches against Randy Orton. He, he got hurt. I understand, but he's not. He Who's he going to put over all year? You don't think he would have been on TV all I, year? I don't think I don't know. I don't. I don't no, watch no, enough point. WWE. And I don't think Edge is in because of the limited matches he's had. I don't think Edge is necessarily in that category where you say that he has to put people over yet. At least not this year. Maybe next year. Well, I mean, he's, I don't see. I don't see seven, He's getting up there. So you think yeah, he's no, gonna? I understand so, that, but so he's is still, it? He's he's fresh again. He's new again. So hypothetically, when he decides who he's wrestling at WrestleMania. What are the what's the percentage that you would pick him to walk out as champion? Oh, zero. It uh, depends. No, there's no chance. If, especially if he's going against Drew, especially because Drew didn't get his moment last year against like he performed in the performance center. Now they're actually going to be 25,000 people there. Drew is going to beat Edge if that's the match. It has to be. And and all right. So when I said that Edge doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily have to put people over, he still should, but he doesn't necessarily have to. But if you're going to do it at WrestleMania against Drew McIntyre, because Drew McIntyre deserves, and call me crazy, but I don't think Drew McIntyre crazy. There you go. I don't think Drew McIntyre's had his big definitive I'm a main event guy yet. I don't think he's had it. So well, he's, he lost the title once. So what's that? He's already lost the title once. He lost it to Randy Orton. Nobody would have fucking thought he lost it. Maybe he loses it to Edge. Maybe we get a little three-way action going oh, at fucking Backlash or whatever. Oh, crap. You're right. He did lose the belt to... Sure did. But then he that won it back, didn't he? Like, didn't yeah, he, he win it back, back like the next week? Yep. That was a fucking head-scratcher. Really was. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, you're right. But uh, again, so this, I think, is going to be Drew, Drew McIntyre's moment. He's going to beat Edge at WrestleMania in front of you know, 25,000 people. Uh, and so it's going to be also two nights. Maybe they do a, uh, 
maybe they pull a new Japan thing and they have them defend again, you know, one night against so and so, and then they have another match the next night, and then next night against the Big Show. Now, what are we? Why are we so fixed on Edge Drew? What if it went Edge Roman? That's a great call because they did. Because as we're as we're doing the show, they did a segment on Raw where uh, McIntyre Edge came out, McIntyre came out, Sheamus came out and broke kicked McIntyre. Fella, fella, that's a great call. I mean, yeah, I'm surprised neither one of you guys picked Sheamus. I didn't even know he was in the fucking thing. I didn't know who was in the dumb thing. What are you, are you out of your fucking balls? What are you out of your manscaped balls, Tony? Hey, man. Sheamus winning the world title from John Cena. I love Sheamus. Sheamus yeah, that, was, man. that was in 2012. Don't give a fuck. That was awesome. Jesse Ventura fucking back the guy. That was good shit. And uh, reports Sheamus. are we, reports are Christian is going to continue wrestling after the Royal Rumble. There you go. Maybe Edge wins the title and we get that Edge versus Christian match for the championship. I don't. I just. I don't know, man. Like it just. With Matt. It I'm just seems like it's like the same like. I don't know, man. We had we we did the we did the thing where they're gonna force feed us Roman Reigns, where he was like the main guy, and no one was really into that um, until this heel change. Ow. Um, <laughs> we had the hot hand with Braun Strowman, but that didn't really pan out into anything. Uh, if you think back to when he was like feuding with Brock Lesnar, uh, I wish Samoa Joe was cleared. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, it was cool to see Carlito. Carlito's a fun guy. That was a cool surprise. Dude, he looked in great shape. Tell me how good Carlito looked, bro. Like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he's resigned to the main roster. He looked as good as the Renegade in 1995. What? Ed? That's a weird reference. Well, it's on the TV right now. That's why. Oh. <laughs> I'm watching TV, you fuck. Well, I can do two things at once. No, you can't. I can. I just made a fucking renegade reference, and then you asked me you why. Had no place in what we were talking about. Matt, what? You, Matt, you, you, you sure there's not a devil game on you want to watch? Oh fuck! <laughs> and, and get yelled at for it? Are the no. devils even a team anymore? They're actually doing pretty well. So yeah, I'm. Since you're good with the devils, tell them to stop fucking calling me. I'll buy. Yeah, tell them to stop day. fucking emailing me too. I get a fucking email every day from fucking Adrian Johnson. <laughs> oh, guys, I I gave you. I gave them your emails. So. Why? I de- I'm like, why am I getting fucking devil's emails? I didn't give them your emails. Every other month. Hey, is Anthony there? <laughs> like, leave me the fuck alone. Well, I mean, Matt's uh, cat's butthole was busy, so they asked for you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, that's Royal Rumble in a nutshell. I feel yeah, like I'm just not into, like, Edge being the guy. Like, if he's if if Kevin's prophecy is true and he just goes to lose, like, I don't know. What's the point of winning the? Isn't the point of the Royal Rumble to anoint the next like guy? Yeah, ask Shinsuke Nakamura about that. Yeah, that's a good point. Fair enough. Yeah. Ask Oscar about that, and all the other people who have lost after they won the Royal Rumble. Ask Lex Luger about that. We've done like three, Lex, Can you beat that? About that, Lex Luger <laughs> never. He didn't win ask it by Big himself. John said about that. He was afraid of Andre the Giant. Well, first of all, the, that's not that's not a fair comparison because. The, the Royal Rumble WrestleMania gimmick wasn't imposed until 1993. So talking about pushes though, and they did fuck all with all those guys. Did you guys watch that Yokozuna thing? I did. I started it was watching it. I got incredible. up to the part where he's eating turkey ass. It's fucking awesome. It's well done. It's so good. I could have done without the part about Bruce Pritchard reminding us all that he ate 
75 turkey asses with mayonnaise. But that was a part of who he was and a part of it was a very humanizing documentary. I love how Bruce had to bring up the uh, the only reason they put the title on Hogan was for the tour overseas, which was completely debunked already. Like right. Because Ho- because Hogan had already lost that King of the Ring to Yokozuna. Yep. Oh, was was that was that was the tour later than the King of the Ring? Yeah, it's yep. one of it's the greatest Conrad Bruce fight ever. Yep. And they had some brutal ones in the beginning of that show too, like in the early episodes. And this one fucking really piled it on. Well, yeah, they did, they did a whole show on Yokozuna. Like he's, it's not the first time Bruce has mentioned this. They did a whole show on Yokozuna, didn't they? Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah. I thought it was well done, and it uh, it looks like we're getting an RVD one. A Beth Phoenix one, a British Bulldog one, and a Lex Luger one. I like the variety. I like it. Some people that might be like, oh, why is Beth Phoenix getting a legend uh, icon? So she's she has her place. She's See, and I didn't watch back then, so if you're gonna if I wanna know the story, like tell me the fucking story. I'm into that. If you tell me a good yeah. story, I'll be in. There you go. The Doctor look, I look, speaking of telling the stories, the Doctor D book David Schultz. Eh. Mm-hmm. Eh. Still not haven't so, read it. Not I, so I, great. I've got a, Do you I've have it? For a year and a half. Never, I haven't read it yet. Like the th- first third of the book is his wrestling career because it wasn't very long. And then the rest of the book is his bounty hunting career. And even as like at the end of the book, he's like, I could have buried a ton mm-hmm. of people, but this book wasn't about that. This is about me and I'm not fake. So I was like, eh, but I kind of wanted to read about the wrestling. Yep. No, I get you. You know? So not worth it? I shouldn't bother reading It's not. It's an easy read. You know what the most disappointing part is? It's like when you wrote that (laughs) paper in high school and you used a bigger font and you double-spaced it. In the book, there's like, you'll be reading and then there's like 10 pages worth of pictures. Yeah. So just so you can have like your minimum of uh, of pages. And that happens like a lot throughout the book. Hey, I like pictures in the books, man. I like that shit. When the guy's talking about some old stuff that happened in his career and he's got the pictures to go along with it, I dig that stuff. But let's be honest, other than his maybe his run with Hogan and the whole thing that he did with the the reporter, is there any is there meat to the bone on David Schultz? No. Yeah, apparently the real reason he got fired was because he hated Mr. T, no? Well, I don't know. But who cares? Like that's I mean, no I didn't mean to say that to like to you, Tony, but I'm just saying like like who honestly gives a shit about because I think he, I, can, I think he would have been in the main event of WrestleMania one with Piper if he hadn't been fired. No chance. Absolutely, Piper was his manager. Piper was and, David Schultz's manager. Yes, Piper was a manager. Yeah, yeah. When Piper first came into WWF, he was a manager. And Hogan and, and Hogan and Schultz were making mega bucks in the AWA. Right, and Hogan and bought him tight. in. They yeah. were tight, and then the whole shit happened with Stossel, and that was it. All just fell apart after that. And then Orndorff stepped up, and the rest is history. Him and Orndorff did fucking killer business. So wait, WWE brought Rowdy Roddy Piper in as a manager, mouthpiece. When Piper was breaking into wrestling, he was fucking skin and bones. Like there was nothing to him. I mean, but by by the time he went there, he had he was working the territories everywhere. Oh, for sure, yeah. But they figured he would be better off as a voice, and then they realized he can go. He could scrap. 
Piper was never the greatest wrestler by any stretch of the imagination, but he knew how to fight. Ah, this is breaking news to me. I did not know that. I mean, it's, it's, you don't think Roddy Piper comes in as just a, you know, as a like a no offense to, to the managers, but like, Roddy Piper is Roddy freaking Piper. Like he's not Jimmy Hart. He's not Bobby Heenan. He's not Captain Lou. He's not the Wizard. He's not Freddie Blassie. He's Roddy freaking Piper. So let's see. Kevin, you don't think of him as a manager. Kevin, I, I never knew that. I never knew that. Today years old boys. Uh, what do you, I know we're, we're running late and we got games and stuff. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk MLW? We could talk some MLW. Do, do you have the rundown from the show? Cause I'm always fucking forgetful. Fuck face. Over uh, here. Zenshi Laredo kid was the open. That was a good match. That was for the triple a light, lightweight championship or junior heavyweight championship. Yes. Laredo. I thought it was a good match and Laredo kid made his intentions known. He wants to, uh, Go after that middleweight championship. He wants Leo Rush. I threw I'm this out uh, in the Discord, Tony. I am uh-huh. your level with the inner circle with Contra. Yeah, I'm kind of done with it, too. It's getting to be too much. Like, we reached the point when the restart came around where it was like, okay, we got the Von Erics. We've got Hammerstone. We've got Injustice. We've got a core group of people here that are ready to take down Contra. And then Contra just keeps like, like, all right, well, let's add more people and let's do this. I'm hoping that very soon they have like that, that cage match thing that they do, whatever, the war chamber. And they have their five on five and they beat Contra. And then the next show we get our Hammerstone versus uh, Fatu match and Hammerstone finally wins the title. I'm hoping this happens much sooner than later because I'm kind of sick of Contra myself. I do like the fact that Oliver and uh, and Myron Reed got one over on them. They're starting to have some chinks in the armor, I think, with these guys. But they they got to pull the trigger on this. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, it's uh, it, I don't know. It's just like every show opens the fucking same way with the contra. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like I'm just oh like I would look. I would love if they featured more Jacob Fatu. Um, getting to see him. Getting to see him live last year when I went to the shows in Philadelphia, he's a f- unbelievable fucking talent. It's un it's unreal, and no disrespect to MLW, it's unreal that he has not gotten a look anywhere else yet. It's unreal. Him and Hammerstone definitely; those guys are fucking breakout huge stars. Just waiting for that big fucking break. Hammerstone will. I think Fat Two will too. I think because I think of his. I, I think because of his family. I think he's probably already he had the in and then they were like, you know what, just go. There's no pl- there's no spot for you yet. Go right. apply your trade elsewhere. Go get on TV, you know, obviously pre pandemic. But uh, and the great thing about him is he's agile for a guy his size, but he doesn't overdo it. Like his finish is the fucking is the moonsault, like the climbing moonsault. But that's all he fucking does. Like he's not doing topes. He's not doing dives like he's fucking people up. And then he's putting that spectacular ending to it. And that's it. And I like that about him. He's a fucking monster, but he shows you that he's agile as shit. And he's got he's fucking great, dude. He's got the whole package. Yeah. Uh, so you talked about the Zenchi match, Tony. Zenchi, uh, Laredo Kid is the AAA Cruiserweight Champion. Yes. Uh, so that working relationship is still happening there, and Laredo Kid retains. Uh, mm-hmm. And a good, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. It was a it was a high flyer cruiserweight match. Uh, the Von Erics are out in Hawaii, and uh, they tell us that uh, Filthy Tom has been causing a ruckus with the locals. 
And yeah, because Filthy Island's out there somewhere. I guess it's on Kauai as well. So Well, now that because of him allegedly attacking ACH last week, they've run into some financial issues. <laughs> what um, the new owners of Promotiones Dorado are the Los Parks. God, that's such a good... Oh, thing. no, I'm sorry. No. Uh, it's a he. Yeah, and he bought Promociones Dorado from Selena, and the the Los Parks are the tag team champions. So, how many parks are there now? Aren't three. there like four of them? Three. No, there's three. There's L.A. Park. There's El Hijo de L.A. Park, and then there's another one of his kids. I forget his name, but there's. But three. aren't they aren't they, aren't they all in the same stable? Because I I I think I came yeah. across like a picture of of them on like Instagram. I'm like, God, that's such a good group. Yeah, right. it's just it's it's pretty scary that L.A. Park is like. He's not in good shape, but he still fucking moves, which is crazy. Hmm. Uh, T- oh, sorry, Kev. No, no, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. Uh, TJP and Buku Dao, both former it's guests of the boys. show. boys. Violence is forever. Bro, they're fuck. They're fucking terrible. Oh, my God. This match was so bad. Here's the thing, right? I've heard people talk about the violence is forever. It's Dominic Guarini and Kevin Koo. Right, it, it, Black Label Pro, like these guys are great. Everything I've seen of them on MLW, and I've only watched seen them wrestle twice. They've only had two tag. That's fucking awful. Yeah, they're they're bad, and and I I haven't seen a lot of Buku Dao. I know TJP, of course, is TJP, but I think that as bad as they were, they were throwing Buku Dao off because there were just a lot of spots in this match where nobody knew where the fuck to go, and nobody knew what was next. There was one move where, like, Garini, I think, I think Buku Dao was trying to toss Ku, and Ku, like, fucking landed on top of him. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? It was bad, dude. I'm just glad that Buku Dao and TJP won the match. Now At least we're going to get something exciting against Los Parks next week. Oh, you think it'll be exciting? You know, I, I think it's going to be better than what we just saw. You don't think? Uh, God, I hope so. Look, at least TJP can move. Buku Dao, they can they can sort of hide if he's mistiming stuff. But when you got fucking three out of the four guys that are like scratching their heads, it's fucking rough, dude. You know, I was scratching my head after this next segment, Tony. Why was this the Stephen P. New commercial? No. Uh, What the fuck is King Mo calling himself now? I don't know. I forgot. Muhammad Law Lawal. That's his. That's his shoot name. That's his shoot name. He That's first King Mo is the Muhammad and Lawal is his last name. All right. Well, Mister Lawal can go fuck himself. Guys, trying to do something to change. Yeah, you know what he could do? Not get in a wrestling ring and go back to being a fucking MMA fighter. He's calling out low key again. He's for fu- like seventeen weeks. He's gar fucking King Mo sucks a bag of shit through a fucking swirly straw. Ooh, I miss swirly straws. <laughs> and don't even get me talking about do- this fucking main event was the fucking drizzling. This fucking let's dust off 2005 and bring back this fucking NBA referee that nobody fucking knows about or remembers unless you were like a mega sports fan in 2005. Okay, time out before we get there. Did you at least think the match was good? I didn't really I didn't I didn't hate the match. I thought the match was okay. It's a strap match. You can't fuck it up. It was the match itself was fine. The ending was the fucking worst thing in the two weeks in a row. We've got dog shit. 
And I didn't know who the fucking referee was. I remember they had signed him a while ago, but I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what the fucking deal was. And the worst part about it is, dude, they had fucked up shit with the referee with Tom Lawler, what, two weeks ago? Like, how many fucking times are you going to put shit like this in the main event? Since they came back on the restart, they've had two schmoz finishes where the fucking matches just ended. One was with Devon Eriks, one was with Hammerstone. Actually, two, I think, were with Hammerstone. And now you've got two referee stoppages. You got the one with Devon Eriks and Los Parks, and you got this fucking one with Holiday and, and, uh, and Savio. Like, can you give us a... The only fucking real finish I think they had was a Jacob Fatu match, no? Uh, that might have been the only For one a title, yes. That was it. This was... Dude. Uh, was there a screwy finish with the Leo Rush-Myron Reed match? No, but that was that the main event of that show? It was if for it the was, title. I think matches. it was. Then, then that's two matches. There was no screwy uh, finish with that one. That, that one was fine. But yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know, man. I like me some MLW, but we're looking at some fucking Matt TNA territory here. It's fucking getting bad. <laughs> it's rough, dude. This like, and then like this, this, uh, what is Tim Donahue? Yeah, that's the referee. He, he cuts just a pro. Stood there. Alicia Toot like talks. So Kevin, <laughs> Alicia Toot, Savio yeah, Vega, Richard Holiday, Caribbean Strap Match. You know the rules, obviously. As they're both going to touch the fourth turnbuckle. Why were you waving, Kevin? You threw me off. No, I was doing the. I was mimicking the touching oh. the turnbuckles. As they're going to touch the fourth turnbuckle, this rogue referee from the NBA, because he can't get I a like job him. in in the NBA now, he's a wrestling referee. <laughs> steps in he? Savio Vega's way, and Richard Holiday touches the fourth turnbuckle. He retains his IWA Caribbean title, and then after the match, Alicia Atut. She wants to talk to him, and he's like, I called it right down the middle, just like I did with uh, the Kings and the Lakers in 2007. First of all, don't steal fucking Bill Alfonso's gimmick, you piece of shit. I was just going to bring that up. And secondly, this is garbage. I'm sorry. I hated this. You know why he was fired in the NBA? He was betting on the games. Yeah, because he's a crooked referee. so So that's his character. No, that's not a character. That's what he really did. He's I, a, know, I know that's what he's really like did. It's not like Danny but... Davis. Danny Davis was a crooked referee no, that was a character. I, not, I understand that, but he's in pro wrestling now, so that's his character. It's fucking gar. It sucks. It sucks. Shit. He just fucking stood in the middle of the turnbuckle. It was that, fucking I mean, bad, dude. It was bad. I, I didn't see it, so I can't. I can't comment as as in depth as you guys. But if that's what they're doing, with the point where he's saying that I called it the way I saw it, or this and that, it makes perfect sense. Because that's who he is. Whether or not the mainstream gets it or whether or not MLW fans get it, get it I would assume MLW fans get it because they're watching MLW. I think back of what they do. So it was bad. He was stiff. He wasn't moving. Like he looked very unnatural. It looked fucking phony beyond all hell. And it's a fucking recurring pattern with MLW. It was the shits all around. Well, yeah. Was it was it, was it the ref? Was it the same guy? All right, well, then that's the point. I right, but then. you're coming off of the schmoz finish last week with Tom Lawler as the special guest referee, where clearly he's not, it's just, it's like regurgitating, like, at least let give me a clean, let me process the Tom Lawler thing, and now give me a main event where there's a decisive, decisive winner and there's no shenanigans. All right. I mean, that's that's a fair request. Take that for a week, a couple of weeks down the road, you know? I mean, all this shit has been taped. They can futz around with the order of it. It's just, it's that, it's, it's you're building the whole show around this main event, and then you're giving me these smosh finishes. I'm like, I don't want to, then why am I like, all right, 
so let me ask you this. These are these are weekly TVs, not pay-per-views, correct? Correct. Yep. All right. So and you wanted us to pick the Kings of Coliseum, you fucking schmuck. He's <laughs> trying to make a ground. They canceled one of the four matches on top of it. All right. So w- when on weekly TVs have we not seen these finishes every single week? Like, but that's what, that's what that's what weekly TV is. But this MLW is not. They're not good. Like there's not like oh we're gonna get six weeks of TV and then there's a pay per view. Like this is just. This is it. So when you're telling me this is the main event, this is why you should tune in, and then it's a fucking schmaz fest, I'm like, ugh. Yep. But you're not paying for it. No. Uh, th- so that we're should make a difference? Of course we're paying for it. But you're it. investing your time on, on every single show that's ever been on TV ever. So Right, but you're... Ch- you could disagree with the creative. I, I don't disagree with you on that. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Listen, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. So... But I'm not going to... I'm not going to shit on them for putting on a TV show that ended it with a smudge and they do smudges every week. Every finish in, in the attitude era ended with a, a cheap finish. Yes. And it's not good. This is not the attitude era. This is fucking I mean, terrible. I mean, the attitude era was arguably the highest rated time in wrestling. Yeah, go back and watch that shit. It's fucking terrible. It you know why it was great? The signs in the crowd and the fucking, the fuck yous and all this other nonsense. Nah. They don't have Jerry Lawler talking about puppies on MLW. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, Jerry Lawler should never be on TV. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the big return on Impact Wrestling Tuesday night, the man who walked into the locker room two weeks ago. You're talking about the same guy? Yeah. Tony, what are you shaking your head for? Oh, you're. what are you talking about? Matt Cardone? I'm talking about Trey Miguel. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm fucking... No, that actually isn't my notes, though. The Trey Miguel was a huge deal, and it got way under the radar than it should have, Matt. Do you th- now – this is a left field – this is a way left field comparison, and I apologize if this sends us down a rabbit hole. I'm excited. So Wentz and Xavier decide they're going to NXT. Correct. Trey Miguel says – I'm going to spend my time in impact. Obviously he's staying there. Is this reminiscent to when Samoa Joe decided he was going to impact from ring of honor and CM Punk went to the WWE? I don't know what, I don't know if Trey Miguel was ever offered a deal anywhere. That's the only thing I don't know. Like, I, was, I, I know it was heavily talked about that all the rascals were being offered deals by the WWE. Okay, all three of them were. All three. Because I, I thought Trey was actually rumored to go to AEW while the other two were rumored to go to WWE. I, I, so I, my understanding, and I'd have to go back and do research, correct. was that all three got offered contracts. Okay. If, if that's the case, then... God, like, who are we to judge somebody's decision on something like that? Uh, and listen, this was only a one night. I don't know what the tapings are for Impact. We'll find out tomorrow if he's going to be there again. I don't know. But it was a big moment for me. Like, it was like a big, like, pop moment. And I'm not a big – I don't know a whole lot about the Rascals. Like, I just – from, like, watching them and that's it. Like, I don't know, like, how long they've been in the business. I don't know, like, who's, like, the, the best of the three in the ring. I don't know all that stuff. But Trey Miguel had left such a big impact in his singles matches – uh, with impact recently where his return well albeit only maybe like a couple months since when they had their big send-off i think it's only been like two months three months 
don't quote me. Bless you. God bless you. Thank you. But uh, his return was a big deal. And if there were fans there, it would have been a monster pop, monster reaction for him. I think it's huge for Impact. Um, you know, for those not familiar, the storyline was set up. It was Rich Swan, Willie Mack, and Tommy Dreamer uh, against. It was uh, an eight-man tag. Yeah, it was an eight-man tag. It was Ken Shamrock, Moose, Sammy Callahan, and Chris Bay. And two weeks ago, Impact ended with them trying to find a fourth member, and the door opens, and they all look up, but you don't see who that fourth member yeah, is. But they're, but all of them are super excited to see who it was. It's super, like, legit. Like, I actually did. I had no – listen, I had no idea it was going to be Trey Miguel. No clue. I think so this was, is a great move for Impact. Um, this is a guy who is – when he was in Impact, he had a great feud with Ace Austin over the X Division title. Um, and then he was part of the Rascals – but now he's not, you know, he's not a package yeah. like, ah, it's kind of like, the, it's kind of like the brood, right? The brood was like Gangrel, Edge and Christian. And once they started to break away from that, uh, stigma of being in the brood and create their own identity, I think maybe not, you know, I'm not saying Trey Miguel's the next Christian or edge by any stretch right. of the imagination, but now Trey Miguel's standing on his own. He's not part I, of the rascals. I think Trey Miguel always had, his own identity where he was always kind of looked at as the leader. If there was one of the rascals, and I'm not saying the rascals had a leader, but he was always, I mean, they, oh God, they're all so talented. Like Desmond Xavier is so good. Uh, Wentz is so good, but I think feel like Trey Miguel, cause Trey Miguel had a lot of big singles matches and impact before he left. And I think he, oh God, who did he beat? And it was like the biggest pop. I think it was TJP. But it wasn't like there was no title. It was like a number one contenders match. I think he pinned TJP, and it would have like the buildup for 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 Trey Miguel was so huge. And I think if they if he's there for the long haul, that's a blessing for Impact. Um, but like I I agree with you, Matt. Like all three of them are, are so talented and so good, and they're all very very young. which is what we have to remember: super young, early twenties. Uh. Lots of stuff ahead for all three of them. Obviously, uh, Xavier and Wentz have made their mark in NXT in the in the Dusty Rhodes uh, Classic. Which, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to transition to that because I haven't watched any of it. But uh, but Trey Miguel returning to Impact is a big deal. No, absolutely, I agree, and it's a huge impact this week. Um, uh, we got. Uh, Rich Swan and Tommy Dreamer facing Moose and Chris Bay, uh, plus TJP against uh, Rohit in a non-title match. Jordan Grace against Susie, uh, Josh Alexander against so- uh, Sawyer Fulton, Havoc against Tasha Steeles, plus Bad another man. appearance by Private Party and Matt Hardy. And they announced at the Genesis show, right? Is that the show? No, no, no surrender. surrender, no surrender. Tommy Dreamer and uh, Rich Swan is your main yeah. event. I mean. I watch. I follow Impact closer than anything I've ever followed in the last like few years now, and Tommy. I just don't get like. I love Tommy Dreamer. He's a bucket list guest for us. Like, come on, like enough. God, this is gonna give me so much heat. Enough with Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> Look, man, he serves his he serves his purpose, but I'm kind of with you, Kev. Like, how many fucking like. How many times were we going to put Tommy Dreamer and Rhino with, like, Jake something in a six-man tag match? How many times were we going to see Tommy Dreamer wrestle 
you know, a face and he gets to win, they handshake and they yeah. hug, like, I get it, but we need to, in my opinion, just like the WWE needs to move past right. part-timers, right. we right. need to move, we, Impact needs to move past Tommy Dreamer. I'm with you on this, Kev. And I, and I get it. It's it's an uh, Impact Plus show, so it's not like a pay-per-view. You're not dropping like 50 bucks for it. So, I mean, it's fine. And Tommy Dreamer does still carry name value, especially being on other shows other than WWE. Like, we, we had this conversation. Like, when Rey Mysterio was a free agent, he could literally be booked everywhere and no one would give a shit. Tommy Dreamer was that guy. He could be booked on three different company shows in one weekend. And... um Matt, I just want to I just want to touch on this past week's impact, um, where we saw, again, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole of crapping on impact, but God, like the, the fire and flavor festival between Tasha Steeles and Kiera Hogan was, it it ruined what could have been a great episode of Impact. <laughs> like it was just, it was like I maybe it was designed to be bad. I don't know, but it was just cringeworthy stuff no audience probably uh, contributed to it but it was it was uh it was not good <laughs> so what was it their celebration it was they won that they won like the tag belts right and they were trying to like promote like a, a show like it was kind of like a concert or like whatever like that f- fire festival was that happened that like completely ruined itself i think it was like ja rule or i don't even remember who it was that promoted it but like Alicia Edwards was like the MC and and then like they had like everyone was invited, like follow except for Fala, which is weird. So I don't know. They don't they just don't like they don't like Fala. The whole thing with like the stealing the, the money and all that stuff. But they had like it was like a, a weird they just were just so bad on the microphone. It, like again, I don't like to criticize anyone, but this was bad. And then like they had like someone in the in the crowd in follows like uh marshmallow man costume that he wore like at all his halloween shows and then it ended up being i think it was nevea then havoc and that was the that was like the saving part of it is like havoc and nevea like beat up uh tasha steedles and kara hogan but it was just such a cringeworthy segment uh and uh going into impact uh you had a little reunion of my uh my dear good friends brian myers and uh and matt cardona who Brian Myers called Zack Ryder or Matt Cardona the Genetti of the team uh, because he teamed with uh, the walking weapon, Alexander, Josh Alexander, and they uh, defeated, I believe they defeated Ace Austin and Madman Fulton, and then Brian Myers won by disqualifications against Eddie Edwards because Eddie Edwards punched him in the eye and busted him open. No, bit him in the eye, rather. So that's Eddie just my was- little take on impact. That's it, Matt. Go ahead with whatever you were going to proceed with. Tony, what were you going to say about Eddie Edwards? He's a problem, isn't he? Why is he biting people in the eye? He's a madman. He's got a couple issues there. Uh, You guys want to touch about anything from AEW? No. I I mean, I'm okay. You want to just go, want to play some games? We have a new new being the elite champion. Oh, we do. Sammy Guevara kicked two field goals to Johnny Silver's one. And uh, Sammy Guevara is your new BTE champion. Oh, and a very important storyline development. The uh, they were having a sleepover, their slumber party. The uh, the Dark Order. Oh yeah, I did see this on Instagram. This fucking Johnny Silver kept squawking at Anna, and she's like, "Fuck this, I'm leaving." And as she was leaving, 
the uh, cowboy was out there with his bottle. And I guess he was contemplating coming in and joining the slumber party. And Anna's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You broke these guys' hearts. Get the fuck out. And she told him to hit the bricks. And I think it was five saw her do this. And she's like, if you say one fucking word, we're going to treat you like we treat Stu. A lot of rumpy pumpy. Poor fucking Adam. Poor Adam. I guess he, I guess he was feeling bad about not joining them. So maybe he was wanting to join them. And they told him I think to Adam's going to be just fine. How do you guys feel about this pending Shaq Cody showdown? Fucking love it. No problem with it. Anything with Jade Cargill involved, I'm fucking 100% in. She's a fucking maniac. She is a maniac. And Red Velvet is amazing too. So no no problem. Fuck Red Velvet. What? Don't know, don't care. I just want Jade Cargill to be on TV every fucking week. All right. Uh, No problem with it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Give her four segments a week. Give her interviews. Get her in the ring. Get her time with Shivani. I don't care. I want Jade Cargo on my TV every fucking minute. Tony, you make me drink. Big, big show this week. Whoa. Cat ass. Meow. <laughs> you throw the papers at him. Big show this week. Beach break is happening Wednesday. Omega and the Good Brothers against Moxley, Phoenix, and Pac. Ten team battle royal. Uh, if the Young Bucks win, they get to pick their opponents for Revolution. Whoever wins the Battle Royal, if it's not the Young Bucks, gets the title shot. Yeah. Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. Look, La- at Fe- Look at Phoenix getting the rub, too, by the way. Uh, Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston in a Lumberjack match. And the wedding of Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. That's big news, boys. That's huge. I, That's, uh, what That's what I'm chiming in for. Don't know if it's 100%, but I might be doing a watch-along with one of your former co-hosts. I love it. <laughs> you know what else I love? Chris what Dickinson. Chris Dickinson in New Japan Strong. Awesome. Getting a huge win over Rocky Romero. Yes. And John Moxley attacking Kenta. Moxery. Uh, <laughs> and they've set up John Moxley and Kenta for the IWGP United States Heavyweight uh-huh. Championship on February 26th. Will that be stateside, That It is. It's in Los Angeles. Beautiful. So I'm, this is all pre-taped. So this has been taped for a while. The Moxley thing has been taped? Yes. Oh. No spoilers. <clears throat> so, But spoilers are, I, I mean, I'm sure if you dig deep enough, you can find them, but I haven't heard anything out there uh, in the New Japan world. So Kenta Moxley is finally set for February 26th. Yes, Kev? No, no, nothing. I was just trying to block out sound from my dad who's talking on the phone. Uh, my boy Jay White came back last night. And he hit fucking Big Tom with the Blade Runner, and he will be in action tonight on New Japan World's New Beginnings in 10-man tag match. Did he fucking find his smile? He did find his smile. You should have found your smile because your boy, who's the fucking oldest shit, is still having fucking classics. He had a fucking hell of a match with Shingo. I got to give Shingo all the credit in the world. He had a banger against fucking Jeff Cobb, and he had a fucking great technical match. There's nothing that guy can't fucking do. I got a newfound respect for Takagi. Fucking awesome. So Not as awesome as the ace, but still, fucking amazing match. Amazing match. Tony's boy Tanahashi. Tony's boy Tanahashi beat Shingo for the Never Openweight Championship. 
And it looks like his next opponent is going to be the Great Okan, who defeated Tenzan for the exclusive rights to the Mongro- Mongolian chop. <laughs> Mongolian. Uh, and I'm hoping this means Shingo is going to go and get a match with Abushi because that would be so, fucking So, awesome. Matt, where are we with this whole Great Okan thing? Is he legit a top guy? Is he going to be like... I have no idea what to, 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 to make of him. I think New Japan is going to put him in a position where he is he floats around the Ida uh, the never open weight heavyweight championship spot. You because right. you it's you're it's I think it's hard for you to be in a top spot when you're in a stable with Will Ospreay and Jeff Cobb. So you think that so wait so Jeff Cobb and Will Ospreay are I mean I think Will Ospreay is but Jeff Cobb is a bigger name than the Great Okan right now. I think based on his in ring ability, I think Jeff Cobb is better oh. suited. Right, for that push. Uh, granted, Great Okan held his own against Hiroshi Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom, um, and now they're going to set up this feud. So, uh, you know, like I said before, with Lacey Evans, if she's going to work with Charlotte Flair, it's only going to make her better. If Okan's right. going to work with uh, Tanahashi, who, even though I don't really like him that much, the ace, uh, it's only going to make him better. And they are running more shows in New Japan, so I, gotcha. I think this is bonus. Gotcha. Well said. Um, we were part of the Game Changers Fight Forever show this Saturday into Sunday last weekend. Yes, uh, twenty four hour. They raised over fifty three thousand dollars for the wrestlers. Yay. Uh, I highly recommend if you have two hours to check out the Jordan Grace Tony Depp and Iron Man match. Jordan Oliver, not Jordan, Jordan Grace. Jordan Oliver. Sorry, yikes. And I wanted to bring that up when we were talking to to the Beer City Bruiser. About that Jordan Oliver deserves just as much credit as Tony Deppen does for that match. Uh, and then Blake Christian lost to Ricky Shane Page, and that was his GCW career. So people are speculating that he is NXT bound. Ooh, uh, really? Yes. GCW Fight Forever is free on Fight TV right now. You could watch uh, all 24 hours if you want. Uh, that was also a hot topic in our Discord. People were watching. Uh, I know Kratzo was in, and he's in fucking Austria, so that's awesome. I know Maddie Mel was in. Uh, Ryan was in. Um, I think Kate was in. Tons of people were watching right. uh, and chatting. And I got I got some people texting me about how they heard our, our name uh, during Effie's show. I'm not sure uh, uh, who who else, what other shows we were mentioning, but Effie's uh, big, uh, whatever, big gay show, whatever it was, was a uh, – part of the the 24 hour stream and we got definitely meant we got our plug right there so now shout out to, to gcw for that for sure uh you guys have anything else you want to cover before we jump in the games let's jump right in the games baby t-donk uh no i'm good oh i got mentioned on the case show today i called in oh how was that oh it was embarrassing because listen, what we do here every week, we talk to like the biggest stars in professional wrestling. Never nervous. Well, at least I haven't been for the last two years. I was super nervous calling in to the Michael K show on ESPN, but they took my call right away because I'm a live tweet guy. So like I tweet them a lot. So they, they read my tweets. They do this and that called in super nervous, totally embarrassed myself. And, what did and, you call in about hockey? All right. Because the Devils had like 10 players put on their COVID list today. And they played back-to-back games against Buffalo. And in between the games, one player, Kyle Palmieri, was put on the COVID list. And they still played the game on Sunday. And then today they announced that 10 players uh, were also on the COVID list. So the Devils have 
postponed all of their game until at least Saturday. So it was kooky, and I didn't. I wanted to talk about Sam Darnold, but I got all bamboozled in my head when. So I was embarrassed. I I talked really fast, and I don't know. It was weird. Can we listen to it in the replay? Possibly, yeah. If on the replay, yeah, for sure. Podcast, I don't know. All right. I'll have so. to check that out. I'll have to search that out after the show. Maybe we'll post it. It has Shining Wizards Kevin on the like on the line, Shining Wizards Kevin, it says. Oh, we'll have to pull that. Yeah, I already have it, so <laughs> I'll send it to you. Uh, you know what else you have, Kevin? I don't know. You got a top five list this week. I do have a top five list. Tony, get excited because this is a big one for you, pal. No, it's not really at all. Oh. But. No, I just wanted to get him in, enthused. T-Dog, get in it. I want it for you, baby. I'm going to do another <laughs> Manscaped read because I feel like that's what gets you excited. Shave your balls, T-Dog. Nothing. No selling me like the K-Show did. Complete no sell <laughs> from Tony. Tony, what's wrong? Tony, you know, like I love you more than Matt. You understand that, right? <laughs> Maybe break your dick. <laughs> Anna, right. Anna, 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 Anna. <laughs> All right. So this is the top five. We're still in the Royal Rumble spirit to me. Oh, oh my really? God. This, is the, this, this will be the last one. The Royal Rumble was last night, you idiots. It's February. This was the Royal Rumble was last night. So All I right. get one more out of this. No. God. You're, you guys are so fucking stupid. It baffles my mind. These are. <laughs> it's calling us stupid. What month is it, Matt? It's February. Tony, you remember when the Royal Rumble was? January. Yeah, January. Less than 24 hours. Matt? Ago. Correct. Um, I'm an, so, I'm, so I'm an idiot. Just fucking give us your weird list, you weirdo. A true statement has not been said. your balls. Here's my list. <laughs> Tony, listen, we're going to go, go into a Super Bowl read that Matt clearly still doesn't know what we have. I've a question for the past three weeks that we haven't gotten to, and now I can't fucking go to it. So Why? Because it's February. Top five most devastating Royal Rumble. Top five. But the Royal Rumble was yesterday, you stupid idiot. It was yesterday. Top, top five, five was. Top five most devastating Royal Rumble eliminations of all time. Heartbreaking eliminations of all time. That you really saw yourself and were like, damn. Daniel Bryan. Tony, what year? Whatever fucking year he was, everybody shit. Tony, we, uh, it, we do a podcast. We'd like to have you near the microphone, if you don't mind. Undertaker and Maven. Tony, if you don't mind, we'd like to have you near the microphone, please. It's, it's what we do here. It's called, and chase that by the snake. It's called a podcast, Tony. It's what we do. It's on a microphone. Matt, do you Did we do this question two weeks ago? No, these are the heartbreaking eliminations. Heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Tony, you had one, but you... Bulldog. Tony, you had one, but you decided to be a smartass, so I'm going to let Matt take this one, if you don't mind. Uh, Daniel Matt, Bryan, the year Blutista won. No, because he wasn't, he wasn't in that Royal Rumble. Thought about it. But you're right there, Matt. Matt, you're right there. You're so there. Uh, Tony, I'm, like, your fucking <laughs> trivia questions are going to be so much fucking better. Shut the fuck up, you stupid idiot. Fucking I hate you. <laughs> well, three minutes ago, he said he loved you more than me, and now he hates you. It's fucking animal. Of course he does. Uh, 
Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. You have the right guy. Hogan Hogan pulling Sid out. Yes, I will accept that. (laughs) Because I had Hogan getting eliminated in 1992 on the list. But I will accept Hogan pulling Sid out because that is the more devastating elimination. I agree. So, Matt, you got number three on the list. Hogan Sid changed his list. No, it was it's a it's a fair it's a fair point. It's the same interaction. I don't mind it. It's not because of contest or anything. So, yes, Matt, you got number three. Hogan and Sid, nineteen ninety two. None of you guys are going to revisit the one that Tony clearly got right, but just the wrong year. Uh, Daniel Bryan getting eliminated in two thousand eighteen. No, two thousand seventeen. No, <laughs> two thousand fifteen. 2015, yes, Matt, number four. Daniel Bryan getting eliminated by Bray Wyatt in 2015. A lot of expectations for Daniel Bryan. The crowd still loved him, but he got eliminated, and it broke their hearts because he wasn't in 2014. It got eliminated in 2015. So that is number four. So you guys got four and three. T-Donk, what you got? I don't know. Wasn't The Rock eliminated from one of them? Gonna, are we gonna do this, Matt? I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna talk to Matt. Uh, the 1997 Royal Rumble, where Austin eliminated Bret Hart after Bret Hart eliminated Austin. God, that's a damn good guess, but it is not in the list. How is that not on the list? Because, because it's Kevin's list. No, no, no. He's right because I did not think of that, and because it technically. Oh, God damn. All right, that's a fallacy. Um. That's a good. That's a great guess, man. That should be on the list. But because it wasn't that technically a real elimination, really can't count it. Just throw that out there. All right. So we have five, two, and one, boys. Uh, Brock Lesnar getting eliminated last year. Tony, I know that broke your heart, but it's not in the list. Fuck. Uh, right. The '95 Rumble, where we show, we thought HBK had won, or excuse me, we thought the British Bulldog had won. But HBK's feet hadn't touched the ground, and the British Bulldog celebrating, and HBK knocks him out. Shining Wizards Matthew is working on a clean sweep, a uh, clean sweep here, boys. As I stutter, like Shining Wizards Matthew, Matt, that's number five. It's on there. So Matt has gotten three of the five so far. The British Bulldog thought he won. That's where we go back to that one foot on the ground semantics Royal Rumble rule. Shawn Michaels. Eliminating the British Bulldog in 1995 is number five. Guys got two left, two and one. Austin getting eliminated by McMahon in 99. Do you have any music that we can play here? Because T-Doc not only recovers, he recovers well with number one on the list. Go Ace. Whole big corporation gimmick. Fuck Austin you, Go Ace. And McMahon, number one and two. Austin gets eliminated in 1999 by Mr. McMahon. That's number one. So you're missing number two. What can we get? An era? Is it the 90s, the 2000s, the late 2000s? I will give you. I'll do one better because I know we're running against it. I'll give you the year. We talked about it. 2010. Great colleague getting eliminated by Beth Phoenix. That's it, Tony. You nailed it. Are you fucking kidding me? No, it's not it. That's 2010, though. It is, because I just watched it today, so I know. <laughs> it's 2010. Oh, We're going into one of the most historic programs of all time. 
Is it Batista getting eliminated by Cena? No. That's not that that can't be two thousand ten. This is someone who had like his hopes, his dreams, depending on a Royal Rumble win. Oh, uh, got eliminated by somebody. Oh boy! Um, Come on, guys. Cena I'm, eliminated a, by Edge? Nope. This is easy. This is really easy. Shawn Michaels eliminated by Batista? Shawn Michaels getting eliminated in Royal Rumble 2010 is number two because he had his hopes, sets, and dreams on uh, on getting a world title match, and then he ended up getting retired by The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yay! So there you go. I just I said that very carefully because I had to triple check to make sure I was right about that. But Shawn Michaels did get eliminated by. Where are you, kid? Where are you, kid? Where are you, kid? Batista, no. Batista. Yeah, by Batista. Yes, in 2010. Shawn Michaels and Triple H also eliminated a very young Drew McIntyre in that match. Yeah, and like it was Shawn Michaels. It was like John Cena and like Shawn Michaels and. Uh, and I think I think John, uh, yeah, but I forget that Batista eliminated him. I thought it was like Cena or Triple H actually, but but there it is, boys. There's a list. Like, love it or hate it, that's the list. That's the list. There you go. Love it, Tony. Yay. Tony, yeah. do you have do you have games for us? Do we want to play? Do I pull this train to the station? What do you want to do, buddy? I've got the hardest fucking questions I've ever come up with. You fuckers are gonna pay. Let's go, fucker. What for All what? Right. What did what did we do so bad to Shut you? Shut up, Kevin. Right, My right. time. My game. That's true. Matt, since you lost last time, I'm gonna go with you first. All right. You got your choice of two questions. Let me lower this a little bit. Because these are gonna be a fucking kick in the dick. Let's do it. You're so old school. I already feel like the old school coming out of you. First, family cell. Two possible answers. Your other choice, Mania Two-Face. Six possible answers. Which one are you going with? Let's go Mania Two-Face. Mania Two-Face. Matt, in the history of WrestleMania, the main event match. I'm talking about the final match on the card, not some cockamamie bullshit that there were five (laughs) different main events. Six men have wrestled in the main event of WrestleMania as both a heel... And a face. Six possible answers. Tell me how many you can name. Three. Talking the final match here. Final match. How many answers are there, Tony? Six. I'll go for them all. It's not your turn. Wait, he said three. You said three? I did say three. It is his turn. When did you say three? I don't know, like 
20 seconds ago? <laughs> when you, how come nobody well, fucking told me? When you I did. Me? I said three. <laughs> See, Tony, right. how questions work or when, or when you ask right, somebody. So Kev, you, Kevin, six men have main evented WrestleMania as both a heel and a face. You said you can name all six whenever you're ready. Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy Savage, WrestleMania's four and five. That's one. The Rock. The Rock, WrestleMania 15 against Austin, WrestleMania 28 against Cena. That's two. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania 19 against Kurt Angle, and any other one is a heel. That's three. Triple H. Triple H, WrestleMania 2000 as a heel, WrestleMania 18 against Jericho as a face. That's four. Randy Orton. Randy Orton is not on the list. Matt, you take the first point. Matt, you have any guesses as to the other two? HBK? We already said he. No, no, we didn't say he. Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 12 as a face against Bret Hart. WrestleMania 14 as a heel against Shawn against Steve Austin. Good call. On the list. Good pull. Last one. Batista? Batista, WrestleMania 21 versus Triple H as a face. WrestleMania 30 against Orton and Daniel Bryan as a heel. Orton never. Goddamn, Orton was, Orton was my downfall. Son of a bitch. Matt, you are up one to nothing. Yes. Kevin, your question. Family Cell. In the history of the Hell in the Cell matches. And you said there's only two answers for this, right? Yes, there's only All two right. answers. There are only two pairs, father and son, that have wrestled in Hell in a Cell matches. Not necessarily the same match. Kev, how many can you name? Two. Kevin, you said you can name both of them. What you got? Vincent Shane. Vincent Shane is one. They wrestled DX, Unforgiven 2006. Father and son. God, it's got to be. Father and son. Vincent Shane, Hell in a Cell. It's not. No, I was never. It's 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 gotta be. Oh, Ric Flair and Charlotte. Oh, father and son. Stop. I I retract. Matt, we let them get away with that one. That's fine. If he thinks he has it, just making sure. Father and son, it's it's got to be Cody and Dusty. Sorry, that is incorrect. Matt, do you have an answer? Is it Randy and Bob uh, Orton? Sorry, that's wrong. You Hold guys... on, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. All right. Father and son. So, Matt, you won. Oh, oh Rikishi and Uso. There you go. Rikishi son and of a bitch. Uso's. Rikishi, Rikishi, Armageddon, Rikishi Armageddon 2000 with Angle, Undertaker, Triple H, Austin, and The Rock. 
We got Usos Hell in a Cell versus the New Day for the SmackDown titles in 2017 Hell in a Cell. And we can also count Roman Reigns and Jay yeah, Uso Hell in a Cell 2020. Yep. Wow. Two answers. Wasn't as easy as you thought. No, it was pretty easy. I just fucked up. Well, that's kind of <laughs> why it wasn't easy. You're not easy. Never was. <laughs> I'm an expensive date. You know this. Yeah, wow. So what did you think of the hard questions? They were good. I like a hard question. They were great questions. I just thought Dusty, I thought maybe Dusty did something with Cody and Goldust at some point. But You will, daddy. Get in the hell in the cell, daddy. Ah, fucking Rikishi, son of a gun. Big quiche. Ugh. Yeah, Matt, it's getting kind of late, so I think it's about that time. If you are a first-time listener, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed our interview with Beer City Bruiser. Check him out at BCB Winchester on the Twitter machine. At Wizards Podcast is our handle across all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash ShiningWizards. 20% off and free shipping starting tomorrow at noon Tuesday. At noon, it's a two-day sale. So uh, if you uh, have a couple extra shekels, you want to grab some T-shirts, definitely do that. And you save on shipping, which is huge. Um, Big time. Big time. Especially with pro wrestling tees. Um, And then manscaped.com. Use the code word wizards at checkout. Save 20%. You get some free shipping with that. And if you got a couple bucks and you want to support the show, patreon.com slash wizards podcast for as little as $1 a month, you can support the show. I highly recommend the $3 a month tier. You get our watch along and you get our two bonus shows. Uh, you can't beat that. Um, and I think that's everything. I don't have anything else to plug. Uh, Bear Country on the 15th in two weeks. They'll be joining us at 730. Uh, next week right now, no guests, but you never know with the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. You never know. And just just remember, always be ready. Always ready because we're still here. So you never know. You never know. Uh, guys, uh, I have some comedy dates coming up. I'm actually getting back out there. I know the world is crazy, but this summer I'm going to be back out in full force with the comedy uh, starting in June. I can't announce it yet, but it's going to be pretty fun. Um, so we're going to get down there in, uh, in some comedy scenes. So hopefully we'll be back. I'm a lot funnier on stage than I am on this podcast. Trust me. So. All right. And we'll be back next, next week. If you're listening to us in podcast form, just uh, look for that podcast download button, hit that shining wizards episode. Great way to kill a couple hours while you shovel some snow tomorrow, listening to this stuff. So uh, definitely do that. And uh, if you joined us on the rant or Take Facebook, little, uh, thank you. Out there with you. We enjoy your support. And uh, we'll be back next Monday with another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. You, yep. Kevin loves me and hates me. Good night, everyone. <laughs> oh, I love you and love you. I love you and love you. All righty. Goodbye, everybody. Peace.